Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Always Love Podcast. Uh, today, I've got one of my um, one of my best mates, Waylon Tupai, on the potty. Um, I advertised it on my Instagram story yesterday, but really looking forward to this one. Um, keen to chew the fat with the brother and um, get him to, to, to share his story with us. It's been a hell of a journey for him and his family, um, but really looking forward to this one, bro. I'll get you to uh, introduce yourself, brother. Welcome to the potty. Yeah, bro, we are on shop for that, bro. Um, First off, bro, it's it's good to be here, bro. I'm I'm happy to support your your cause, bro, and and push what the brothers and sisters are doing um, out into the world, bro. So a little bit about me. Um, I was born and raised in South Auckland, bro. Manidewa, two six seven, Rewa Hard. Yes, boy. Um, <clears throat> quick little shout out to quick little shout out to South Auckland, bro, because I know they're copping a bit of slack in the in the media at the moment with um everything that's gone on with COVID. But um, you know, it is what it is, bro. Like it could have could have popped off anywhere. So, um. Having grown up, grown up in South Auckland, bro, it's a it's a beautiful place, bro. Beautiful people. So yeah, yeah quick little shout out to to SA. Um, back to me, bro. I got um, two little brothers. Um, my parents are of sort of Pacific heritage, bro. So so my mum's half Maori, half Samoan, and, and my dad's full cookie um, from from Raro. That's a gangster, mix, um, bro. When I was a youngin. Yeah, bro, it's it's on there. Eh? Like, and yeah. I mean, even going back to like going back to those places, bro. Like, we go to Raro, bro. Like before COVID popped off, like at least every second year is a minimum kind of thing. And it's just one of those places, bro. Like it looks exactly like the the postcards that Yo. you see, bro. Like it's it's, 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 it's picturesque, guys. Yeah, gang. Yeah. Um. So yeah, bro. Coming up as a as a youngin, um, I lived with with my parents, um, and my nan, bro. Initially, um when I was when I was real young before I started school. Yeah. Um, my nan sort of looked after me majority of the time, bro, and raised me. My mum was still off at uni. Um she was quite young. I think she was twenty one when I was born. Yeah. And um old man was working full time to to sort of hold it down for the family. So spent a lot of time with my nan, bro, coming up. Um <clears throat> I went to school in, in Manidua as well, bro. So I went to to Lee Bank Primary, um and then from there on to, to Manidua Intermediate. And then from there on to Alfreston College, bro, which is, which is a pretty pretty new school. Yeah, bro, I went to AC. Um, oh. Pretty pretty new school, bro. So yeah. my old lady, my old lady is actually a, a teacher, bro. So she was teaching there when I was, um, you know, starting out at high school. Yeah, yeah. Did she teach you? So I think she Loki. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Kick back ears, just <laughs> yeah, chill, chilling at the back of the class, running a muck. <laughs> <laughs> but, bro, like. I reckon that was that was her, her those were her intentions, eh, bro? With those, I I'll, I'll send them to to AC so I can keep an eye on me. But ended up backfiring, bro, because I just ran that school, bro. I ran a muck. <laughs> <laughs> Any head boy. Yo, yo, but nah, I fucking loved it, bro. Like, um, loved my schooling, bro. Loved loved everything about it. Met like all my 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 best mates that I have today, bro. All my close mates. Um, a lot of them are from school, bro. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so like, I wouldn't wouldn't change that for the world, bro. And, I just had a real, real chill, chill kind of upbringing, eh, bro? Like coming up in, like in the 90s and, and South Auckland, bro, it was like a real cool experience. I wouldn't change it, man. Bro, so what, what was the, like, obviously, like South Auckland's kind of like its own kind of city in a city, bro. And every time I go out there, yeah. it's just a vibe, bro. Like it's a completely different place. Um, tell us how that's kind of like, what was the culture like growing up, bro? Like, were you just out on the street with the boys until until the street lights came up, went on, and then? Yeah, bro, hard, exactly that, bro. Like, to be honest, man, like I know I know New Zealand as a whole, bro, is, is a real kind of multicultural place, but 
man, South Auckland's like the hub for that, bro. Like you have every culture under the sun here in South Auckland, and and that that's what makes it like that's what makes the place like so rich, bro. Is, is the culture that we have here, like. I mean, bro, to put it into perspective, there's more Pacific Islanders here in South Auckland than there are in the islands, bro. Yeah, like, island, and that's bro. a fact. Yeah, yeah. But it's not only that, bro. Like, you take all those beautiful cultures and, and you know, there's there's um, Asian cultures here. There's, you know, there's, there's, bro, there's a fruit salad of cultures here in South Auckland. And I think, like, <laughs> all of that together, bro. <laughs> yeah, hard, bro. All of that together is what makes it what it is, bro. Yeah. And, and it is a beautiful place, man. Like, growing up, growing up here, bro, like I mentioned earlier, that, Coming up as a young fella, we live with my nan. And um, bro, it just so happened um, that where she lived, bro, straight across the road was like a the park, like a playground and stuff. Oh, bro. And it was kind of, bro, if I can sort of paint a picture, bro, it's kind of like a like a semicircle park, bro. And then there's all these houses around it. And like all of the homies lived in these houses, bro, like growing up. So you'd always just be looking out the window. And then sure enough, bro, one of the boys will walk out of the house to the park and then, bro, everybody starts coming out and, and heading over eh? but that's dope but it was it was crazy bro like it it's it's, it's gonna make me sound like you know the classic old dude yarn but but back in the day like we always sort of you know outside um either playing at the park or, or on our bikes or skateboards or whatever bro or just you know jamming bull rush at at, at the park but just real chill way eh? like no 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 care in the world bro and and that's what it was like eh? and i feel like times are a bit different now like you know kids they are, are bro and, and i you can was, see that in like the generations bro like growing up um the younger the generations get the more different they are and they, they're a reflection of the environment bro and how they grow up and um you can just see the difference between like my generation and then your generation like there's a difference there um but it's just more genuine bro like you're i guess like the, the when you guys grew up in the 90s like that's kind of like the staple, like New Zealand Kiwi Loki vibe, eh? Like that's kind of what built South Auckland, bro. And there's like, there's just so many people out there with so many mean stories that kind of reflect that type of thing. And I kind of had a little glimpse of that when I grew up. And it's just the best way to grow up, bro. Like you see kids like on their phones and iPads and shit when they're like six, seven years old. Like that's plain up. Yeah, bro. It's te- it's technology, eh? So like, as technology grows, bro, and 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 the ages, like we we move forward into the future, sort of thing. Like you see less and less of that, bro. Like you're right, man. There's six year old kids out there with like iPhone 11s, bro, and they're <laughs> you know making TikTok videos instead of you know actually being outside. So hundred percent, um, bro. That's now, just the start, me, the start of the um of the end, bro. Like they're just gonna go down the spiral, bro, and they're just gonna rely on other people's opinions to keep them afloat and shit, but. That's that's the thing about technology, bro. Like, there's pros and cons to it, but that's one of the biggest cons, bro, in my opinion. Yeah, hard out, bro, hard out. And, bro, like, other uh, another thing, bro, like, about growing up in the 90s, bro, there's just so many, like, cool things, bro. Like, looking back on it now in hindsight, like, I mean, like, down to, like, um, the, the TV shows that were on, bro. Like, when I was real young, bro, this was probably before I started school, I used to, you know, watch, like, um, Power Rangers, bro. Did you ever watch Power Rangers, bro? Nah. Like Street Street Sharks, bro. Ninja Turtles, yeah. Beetleborgs, Dragon Ball Z, bro. Like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And like they just they just don't make, or in my opinion, bro, they don't make like quality TV shows like that for kids anymore these days. It's all kind of like I don't even know what's on TV for kids these days, bro. But it's not the same. Nah, nah, not at all, bro. And all that shit kind of like, like builds you up to be the person you are, eh? And bro, tell us about how um 
how like obviously like you, you just touched on TV shows, but like the fashion in the nineties, the music you guys used to listen to, um, like the sports that were on, bro. Like, tell us how that's kind of. I guess. Yeah, bro. So yeah, yeah, man. Nah, hard, bro. Like, I, I agree, bro. Like, it's definitely um, molded me into like who I am today, bro. Like, I mean, in terms of, we'll touch on a few of them, bro. But in terms of like fashion trends, bro. When I was a, when I was a kid, bro. When I started going to primary school, bro. They're like the epitome of being, you know, like being the coolest kid in school, bro. You had to have tearaways. Did you ever wear tearaways, bro? I've never heard of tearaways, G. You're showing your age, G. <laughs> Oh, bro, I'm showing my age hard, bro. But man, I'm I'm 27, so I'm still pretty young. But when yeah. I was at school, bro, they used to have these these pants, bro, and they were, they were like your standard track pants, bro. But they had like these like buttons down the side, bro. And yeah, bro. They, they, if you were the coolest kid in school, bro, you usually had the Adidas ones. Yeah, so yeah. Eddie had like these the free stripes track pants, like fucking flary bottoms. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they had like these buttons. They had like these buttons down the side, bro, and then. Yeah, you go to school in the morning, like cold, wearing your tearaways, and then lunchtime comes, bro, pop off those buttons and you're away, bro. <laughs> tearaways on. <laughs> but, but I mean, bro, like that that's the thing that stands out for me, bro, is like the biggest fashion statement as a kid all the way through school, bro. Like yeah. you had to have those. And even like like kicks and stuff, bro, like like I'm into I'm quite I'm not like a sneaky head, bro, but I quite like um like cool shoes like these days. Yeah, and like for me, bro, like back when I was a kid. Um, I was I was quite fortunate actually, bro. Being an only child for, for ages, bro. Like I was an only child right up until like fucking like intermediate, bro. But True. my parents used to always used to give me like the coolest shoes, bro. Like you know all that kind of stuff. So I was right into like um the the old school Cortez, bro, and like the the Nike Dragons, oh the Adidas Dragons, sorry, bro, and yeah. and even Chucks, bro. Like but all that kind of stuff like plays out now as well, bro. Because me, That's I've it. got two sons, bro. I've got a um. I've got a two-year-old and a and a six-month-old, bro. You know Archie and Romy. Yeah, brother. Um, but like, bro, I live that same sort of thing through them. Like, I like getting them cool kicks and stuff like that. Hundred percent, bro. But I mean, like back to the nineties, bro. Like, even the shit people are wearing today, bro, is is from their from that era. Like, you, you yeah. know, your starter jackets, your your your, your vintage kit, all of that, bro, is is from like the nineties or you know even the eighties, but. But like, do you think about like MJ and and Kobe? Like, all of them popped off like in, you know, the '90s or early 2000s, bro. So, it's just like a big loop, eh? Like, fashion just comes back around in a circle. But that's it, bro. Hundred percent. Like, I live. Yeah, hard. And like, I mean, going to school, bro. Like, fuck, we always used to wear white socks, bro. Like the ones, you know, like the white crew socks. Yeah. And like, bro, like those were the thing when you're a kid, and then we kind of like went through like a phase, that whole phase in between where like they weren't a thing. And now that I'm like, bro, like closing 30, they're a thing again. Like everyone wears white socks, you know? hundred percent. So it's, it's uh, yeah, bro, it just goes around day. Eh? But that was kind of like, you know, the fashion sort of scene um, when I was coming up, bro, was was having those tearaways and having cool shoes and, and all that vintage kind of gear back then, bro, when it was, you know, when it was a thing. Yeah. Um, but then even like talking on like the sports side of things, bro, like that, that's massive for me as well, man. Like coming up as a as a young fella watching um watching the ABs of the nineties, bro. So you got like um your Frank Bunts, your Jeff Wilsons, your your Olo Browns, all those kind of guys, bro, Josh Cronfeld. Real oh, cool. Bro, man. you and, are and, showing like, your think... age, my man. Like, <laughs> unreal. 
Bro, and I just think, man, like, fucking, think it back to those days, bro. You, you watch those kind of, like, your heroes or whatever, um, and then, like, I think part of being, like, a, a Kiwi kid, bro, is every kid wants to be an all-black, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's that's kind of where it started for me, bro, is, is like, you know, watching the, the ABs of the 90s and then, like, getting hard out into, like, American sports as well when I was when I was young, bro. So, like, today, bro, I'm a massive fan of, like, the NBA, um, you know, the NFL, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but like, bro, I was lucky, bro. Like coming up in the nineties, we had like some of the dopest players, bro. Like ever to to grace the court, bro. Like MJ, the goat. Yeah. You know, you have like Hakeem Barkley, bro, Patrick Ewing, heaps of people, bro. But like, yeah, it's just real cool, bro. It's real cool. Like, and it's real different to the NBA today. Different kind of game, of, like, eh? Yeah, hard, bro. The games evolved so much. Yeah. Um, but all that kind of stuff, bro. And then yeah, your music's kind of like um. Bro, the music that I used to listen to growing up is the music that I listen to today. So it's yeah. all that kind of like 90s, early 2000s hip-hop and R&B. 100%. And it kind of like, bro, like I dabble with, with, with the music and stuff that they have um, coming out now, but bro, I always go back to as like my main kind of staple on, on my Spotify, bro, is always that kind of, yeah, early, like 90s, early 2000s hip-hop and R&B. Yeah. And that's just the way it is, eh? Who's your go-to artist from the 90s, bro? Top three. Puck. 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 Yeah, very easy. Easy money. Puck. And then I would go probably top three. Uh, MJ, bro. He's probably more 80s, but yeah, MJ, a little bit in the 90s. Um, yeah. Goat, bro. King of pop. Andrew. Um, And then, fuck, it's a bit of a tough one, bro. Maybe somebody like... Nah, that's a tough one, bro. Because there's heaps of just like, you know, like they just had like one song kind of thing. It was real <laughs> yeah, cool, yeah. but like one hit wonders. Yeah. Bro, but t- I would say definitely top two, bro, Park and MJ. Yeah. Bro, so obviously like um, growing up in the 90s, you had like your your kit, your music, um, all your yeah. sports and stuff. Tell us about, obviously everyone's influenced by people they're inspired by or people they want to be like. Who was that for you, bro? Like, let, let's talk about like you and how that's kind of um i guess inspired you to to live that kind of life bro because that that life's fucking cool man tell us about your idols and stuff growing up oh uh yeah 100 bro that that's a cool yarn that eh? so like for me bro like even even today bro like i'm inspired like i'm inspired by like leaders bro like whatever in whatever field whatever field it is bro like inspired by leaders people who kind of uplift and empower others people that are always learning like yeah. people that are humble bro like like have that humility about them 100. people that want to win bro like you know competitive like have that competitive edge and yeah bro like i always try to surround myself with like-minded people but for me man like on that yarn like me and jared bro we always have this um this yarn bro and it's and it's like um you know who who would be if you were to get it like a like a tattooed sleeve bro like you know, like OBJ style, like on his leg, who would Let's be go. your top five, bro, that you'd get, that you'll get tattooed and, and, and why kind of thing. Yeah. And it's always a good yarn to have like with the boys, bro, because the, the boys like get right into it, eh, bro? And you can, you can speak on this topic for fucking hours, bro, and it oh, goes yeah. nuts. But for me, bro, like for me personally, um, bro, I definitely have Kobe on there. Rest in peace to, to Kobe and Gigi. But like yeah. I definitely have Kobe, bro, because 
like I say, bro, coming up in the 90s, Kobe was yeah, drafted late 90s, but he kind of popped off early 2000s and, and held it all the way through, bro, like his whole career, like old status. But yeah, it's that mentality, bro, you know, that mamba mentality that everybody talk about talks about that. <clears throat> you know what I mean, eh, bro? Like, yeah, he's more than a player, bro. Yeah. Like, right. It's the way he, like, conducted himself. And you can even just see by the way he plays all the respect that he's been given from other players in the league, eh? And you can just see how like, his it like his his play and his mentality has just shaped one the league, and two um, how everyone wants to play. Yeah, very hard. And like, it's just that like you know being the hardest worker in the room mentality, being better than you were yesterday mentality. Yeah. And it it doesn't even relate to basketball, bro. It's it's in all facets of life, man. So like, for me, bro, it's mainly as a human, like you know that having that mentality, like of you know sort of leaving the world in a better place than when you arrived sort of thing yeah and to me bro that that's goat bro so like kobe definitely on there bro like even yeah work ethic everything bro everything about kobe so kobe's on that all-time daddy list um <clears throat> ali bro would be another one muhammad ali oh bro the greatest i love him he was before my time bro but man always loved like his He's just got this wit about him, bro. Like, he's a real clever dude, bro. And for me, bro, like, in my opinion, he was never, he was never, like, arrogant, bro, to me. He, he, was, he was just real confident in himself and in, in his abilities. Yeah. And you can't, you can't, bro, for me, bro, you can't teach that kind of conviction, eh? Like, you're just born with that, that kind That's of... That's a demeanor, bro. That's a demeanor, bro. persona of a champion, 100%. <clears throat> bro, hard out. And he, bro, he knew he was, he was saying he was the greatest before he was, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking into existence. But, um, you're not. Bro, 100, 100. So, yeah, shout out to Muhammad Ali as well, bro. So, he, he's, he'll be on my um, my sleeve as well, bro. Um, Tupac's another one, bro. Um, obviously, listening to his music growing up. And I, for me, bro, it's 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 always bigger than, than what they, they actually are. So, like, for me, bro, he's Park, someone who, likes you know, stood up for what he believed in. Yeah. And he always like spoke truths, bro. You, you listen to his lyrics and, and that sort of thing. And bro, he's on. Yeah. Yeah. So Puck's another one. Um, MJ, another one, bro. Two of my um, favorite musicians, my yeah. uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah, bro. So King of Pop, bro. Like he's go. You hear any of his tunes come on at any party that you're at, bro. And you, everyone's on the D floor. Straight 100%. So hard out, bro. So yeah, King of Pop. Shout out to MJ as well. Um, and then lastly, bro, I always struggle with this one, eh, bro? I always struggle with the, the like the, the top five. It's always the last one. But, bro, like, after thinking about it for a wee while, bro, I'd probably actually have somebody on there, like, that I know personally, bro, and somebody who's had, like, a massive um, influence in, in my life, bro, and the way that I've kind of, you know, the way that I've kind of... Um, turned out you know as i am today sort of thing so i'd probably have my nan on there bro like as, as my last one so she's gang of all the people on the list bro she's the actual goat so shout out yeah, to man, nan. that one that one that one hits close to home yeah hard shout out to nan so nan for listening? me bro that'll be my top five eh hey will, will nan from listen heaven to this? yeah bro oh yeah from heaven shout bro, out to yeah. nan rest in peace nan love your work yeah hard out hard out but yeah That's bro those would be my, my top five bro all right well, yeah man and and bro Sorry, bro, you go. We'll go on. Oh, no, actually, you carry on, bro, and then I'll ask you a question. Oh, no, I was just going to spin another yarn, bro, on another dude who, who's real good to listen to, bro. On, like, I listen to his TED Talks and, and all that kind of stuff, and he's just a real inspirational dude, bro, and I feel like he can help, 
bro. Pretty much anyone who who listens to his stuff, bro. His name's Simon Sinek. Yeah. On TED. So yeah, bro. You can catch him on all platforms, bro. As you as you do with everything else, but bro, he's a real good dude, and he just speaks a lot of light, bro. So. Bro, how good. If you got talk? some spare time, man. Bro, love it. Love bro, there's it. A lot of uh, to be honest, bro. Value on that, eh? Bro, hundred, hundred. Oh, I I tend to listen to like it's it's like YouTube, bro. Like you jump on. And you listen to one and then it bro, spirals out into like fucking like two or three hours, bro. Two or three yeah. hours later, you're still sitting there like listening to another TED talk. So, bro, huge value though. 100%. So, uh, let's say um, alive or dead, bro, um, you could um, have dinner with five people. Um, yep. Who would they be apart from those five? <clears throat> um, apart from those five? Yeah. Um, fuck, that's a good question, bro. I'd probably go with um, LeBron will be up there, bro. He's one hundred percent. Yeah, bro. The man's he's clued up, bro. Not only is he like fucking one of the goats of basketball, bro, but he's he's a he's a businessman as well. Hmm. And he's one of those dudes, bro, that I feel he's always leading the way, bro. Um, or using his platform for for what really matters, bro. Like he's not an activist, bro, but he's always, you know, he's always pushing the right messages, in my opinion. He bro. is, bro. Bro, and you think about him. it, like, how long has he been in the league? And you know how people were in the league for a while and they play up and they're in the media and stuff, bro. LeBron's never, ever been in the media for anything negative. And, like, he's been with the same lady since high school. And, hundred, you know, like, there's just nothing, there's nothing against him in the media. There's nothing negative. And you just, you just must think that, fuck, this guy's just a different breed, bro. And you watch his play and stuff. And, like, he's just – he's sharp, bro. He's big. He's strong. He's fit. He's just hybrid, bro. And his, his skill set's just unreal. He's like a – and that's what I like about him. Like, he's like MJ, Kobe, Barkley, like LeBron. They all have their different kind of game. But, like, he's not yeah, just yeah. – you know, like, he's got his different type of game, like – and that's him. Like no one, no one else is like him. Just like Kobe, there's no one else like Kobe. Bro, hard. And I feel like he's always evolved, bro. Like he came into the league in '03, and like every year, bro, he's like I saw this thing on Instagram the other day, bro. Like he's lead, he's leading the league in like assists or something, bro. And he's, he's you know, like he, he's always working on like the weaker parts of his game, bro. Which is which is mad, but you know, LeBron will definitely be there, bro. Um, fuck four other people alive or dead. Um, fuck, that's a tough one, bro. Like, apart from those people that are on my list, a lot of them would Hard be on the table, bro. Having, yeah. a, having um, a feed, yeah. But, yeah. um, fuck on the spot, bro. I'd, I can only come up with LeBron, eh? Yeah. What about Barack G? Thoughts on Barack? I like him, but, um, I probably wouldn't invite him for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you, huh? you. Right, bro, bro. Nah, Earlier you nah. mentioned um, you've got two sons, bro, Archie and Rome. Yo. And obviously Yo. your wife, Kelly. Big shout out to the whanau, brother. Um, yeah, hard. Tell us about them, bro. Straight. Like, Tell us about how long you've been with Kelly. Um, I know it's been, a, it's been a long time, but give us the rundown, bro. Fuck, your boys are cute. Yeah, sweet, bro. Yes, shop other. So, so me and Cal have been together now for ten years, bro. We met at high school. That's so, so on, G. That 10, is so on, bro. Ten years is such a long time, bro. But it, it kind of feels like, um, like it's always been this way, kind of thing, bro. Like I don't even remember my life before I met her, sort of thing. So, True. but she's a good sort, bro. Like she's she's awesome, man. Like keeps me in check and 
and runs everything, bro. But um, yeah, no. Nah, so we've we've been together now for ten years, bro. And um, we're married. We have got two little fellas, bro. Two little boys, Archie and Romy. Yo. So Archie is two, bro. Going on three in Jan. So we're almost out of that terrible twos phase, bro. And Shit, that's um, gone fast, bro. Hard. You, bl- oh, bro. As cliche as, bro. Like people always talk about it. They say, like, bro, like fucking. You know, you blink and, and, and they're leaving home sort of thing, bro. And that's true, bro. Like, you, you do, bro. You blink and, like, I remember when he was born, man. Like, because actually, Kelly gave birth to Archie in our bedroom, bro. Like, on our bed at yeah. home. That's what you yeah, know. So, like, and you're it just... you get to go hop in the car and... Did, did, nah, did, did nah, she want to... Nah, um, or did she just break yeah, bro, the that was, and... that was her plan. Nah, Jack, that was her plan, bro. She wanted True. to have a home birth and she wanted to have him on our bed. So yeah. that was pretty ruthless, bro. It looked like a freaking murder scene afterwards. <laughs> <just bloody weird. laughs> but um yeah, nah, bro. It's 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 been good as a and I mean, like um he's real chill, Archie's real chill, bro. He's he's a good big brother. And then we've got a our latest addition, bro, Romy. He's um he's six months. Um, he he's just spent six cute, months the other bro. day, actually. So, bro, I look at. Um, but he's a good little dude as well. I look at like some of the content you guys chuck up on Romy and stuff. He just looks like so chilled out, G. He's just he just bro, looks he like is, he's, man. has a feed, greens out, just chill, chilly vibes. My man's chilly vibes, G. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he is, bro. And when you come up to O Nine next, bro, come round and bro, he is, man. He's he's laxed as he he'll go to anyone, bro. Like crack smiles for anyone. Yeah, he's just real laxed. Eh? He's he's kind of like the the opposite, bro. To Archie, Archie's real kind of like like um. What's the word, bro? Like real sus. Like he's real like, oh, like susses people out before yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he before just... he gives them a, a chance. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo. Yeah. yo. But now nah, Romy's on the other end, bro. But now nah, they're real good, bro. Like I love my kids, man. It's it's it is life changing, bro. Like having having children, eh? Unreal, unreal. So do you um you guys obviously plan on on staying in the 09 for a while? You want the you want your boys to grow up in um in SA as well? Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, so <clears throat> we're kind of at a at a at a point, bro, where we're we're sort of like thinking about, you know, where we want to raise our family, sort of thing. Like, I mean, in terms of when they start school and like, because I don't want to, or we don't want to like move around, like jump around yeah. and like. So basically, what where wherever we settle, bro, whether that be here in the 09 or or elsewhere, um, like we want to build that kind of for our kids like so like when they go to school first day of school like those are their homies all the way through bro like you know, like so we, we're not we're not moving them around so yeah we haven't really decided yet bro but we're at that stage where we're kind of you know looking at where we should be living kind of thing yeah yeah Dope, bro bro um obviously you've you've worked quite a bit for for adidas bro um and I guess yeah. anyone who's in the retail scene and is like harder into their sports and stuff, you'd you'd pretty much dream of getting a job with Addy or with Nike, but more predominantly Addy because you guys are the face of New Zealand rugby and have been forever pretty much. Um, yeah, bro, yeah. tell us tell us how you got into that gig, bro, because I remember when I when I finished playing footy and stuff, um, and I was kind of in the interim trying to find a job, and then was too embarrassed to find a job. I was I was pretty much like fuck Eddie would be a vibe bro and I, I and that's when you just left like you literally yeah, just left hard, hard. yeah and I was like fuck ratchet but um bro tell us <laughs> one how you sussed it two how you found it bro yeah bro um, and obviously any stories along the way because 
obviously you were you were kind of pretty high up there, and obviously you would have um, you would have tread the fat and, and run amok with with quite a few of the big dogs um, and stuff like that, bro. So give us the lowdown. Yeah, hard out, bro. Like fuck, and and you're right, bro. Like for me, man. Like I was pretty young when I I think I was at Eddie like at the company bro for a total of like something ridiculous bro like seven years or something yeah but um like first coming in bro i started off this is like as a real young buck out of school um and retail like just working in the, the retail stores and that sort of thing and, and that was pretty cool bro because i was studying at the time as well yeah so like you know when you're fresh out of high school bro and your first job is like working at adidas you're like fuck man cracked it like that's your kind of mentality bro yeah so, bro, like, like I really enjoyed that, bro. Like, um, going to uni and and um, you know, like, because I worked out at the um, Adidas store at the airport, so it was like a duty free, bro. So it was like, well, pretty much twenty four hours. So it was good because you could almost kind of work full time and study because you know, like, the, the hours it's open all around the clock. So yeah, that was real cool, bro. And I learned a lot from that, man. Like in terms of, um you know, just basic as skills, bro, like customer service and and sales and all that sort of thing, bro. Like, because it's important, bro. It's important. Like, if, even if you're, if you start your own business one day, bro, if you're somebody who's looking at starting your own business one day, like those skills, bro, are essential to, to running your own business. Like, you like need people to skills, know G, how to sell. Like general skills that you need in life, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, 100%, bro. So for me, that was, that was, that was my stepping stone, bro, for, for building like my people skills, my customer service skills, my sales skills, all of that, bro. And I learned like a massive, massive, like I learned heaps, bro, like um, um, while I was uh, in retail. So um, I did that, bro. I did that stint and um, I studied, I actually jumped all over the place, bro, like out of um, out of school. Like I studied heaps of different things, bro. I started off in um, graphic design. So when I was at school, I really liked design, bro. But when I went to uni, it was fucking not what I expected it to be, bro. Like yeah. when I was at high school, like we used to do all our, you know, like computer design and stuff on like um, Photoshop and Illustrator and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Bro, but then I rocked up to uni, man, and like being a kid, like fresh out of out of high school and um, like going to uni, you, you're, a bit, <laughs> you're a bit naive, bro. So I went in. And, um, bro, we were, like, reading these fucking textbooks on, like, bro, I don't even fucking know, bro, like, Donatello and shit and drawing, like, naked oh. people, bro. Like, they, they'd pay, like, homeless people or whatever in the city to come in and pose naked for us, bro, and we'd draw them. And I was like, bro, this is not on. Like, this is, it's on you know, like, what am I up to? Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. The thing, bro, so, we'll touch so on that, that because, like, I was the same. When I went to uni, I was, like, the course would be, say the course was um, sport and um sport and leisure so like you learn about sport yep. and then the functioning of the body and stuff bro we're learning about like how like a, a badminton racket's been made it's like that has no like no relevance at all and that's <laughs> like it's the same shit with you like yo i don't get that bro like uni's so backwards um yeah bro, and enough. we'll sp- we'll spin the uni yarn like obviously you were just saying that you you're a bit of a mixed bag you like you studied graphics and then you went into something else but like what would you have done different if you had your time again, like, because there's so many people out there who finish high school and they're like, oh, man, I, I don't know what I want to do. But what would be some advice to anyone coming out of high school? They, they don't know what they want to do. Um, like, should they get a trade or anything like that? What do they do, bro? Like, what's your advice and what would you say to uh, a 16-year-old whale and, um, just coming out of school? Yeah, hard, bro. So, I agree, man. That, that's actually a real good yarn, that one, eh? Like, uh, like, 
and, and my brother, bro, like he's actually recently just started uni and, and all that kind of thing. But bro, my advice would be like, just to, just to slow down, bro. Like I feel like, and for me as well, bro, coming out of uni, I knew I wanted to have like a, a, a gap year. Cause I, yeah. I feel like I, I kind of knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't like wholeheartedly know what I wanted to do. Right. But, um, I kind of got like pushed into it by, by my mom and like, she's like, you know, like it's good. Just go to uni straight out of high school. And you know, like I was pushing back, like, Oh no, nah, like I feel like I need to have a break, blah, 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 blah. But in the end, I ended up going to uni, ended up hating it, like all yeah. of that bro and, and regretting it. So like in hindsight, I would say if, if you're not completely sold on what it is that you want to do, like take that time, like, you're still young, man. Like I look back on it now, I was 17, like just maybe just fresh 18, bro. Like there's so much pressure on, on especially like young kids coming out of school to like, you know, go to uni or, or get a trade or, or do something and, and like sort your life out. But yeah. bro, if you just take a couple of years, bro, like even if you took four years, bro, by the time you've had your four year, like sort of step away, experience the world, you know, just work a, a job, um, not, you know, not so much a career, but a job, make some money and, and live your life bro and like in that four years time you do like a lot of growing bro and a lot of reflecting and a lot and a lot of like you know what is it that i actually want to be doing yeah and bro you're only 22 man after that four years like you're still That's young it, bro. you still got your life ahead of you so 100 yeah bro so i feel like i feel like if i had my time over again bro not that i'm saying like i don't regret you know my life or the way like everything happens for a reason but yeah if i did have my time over again bro, i probably would do um, things a little bit differently and yeah. uh, and it's more on like you know sort of trusting your gut instinct and, and backing yourself sort of thing 100 percent. because bro like on that uni topic bro like yeah i jumped around a bit bro but i sucked at uni bro like i bro there was times where i wouldn't go to uni for like two weeks bro i'll just be chilling at home <laughs> being a slaw you know and just so oh so what uni like, did you go to was it aet or like, like, uni or? yeah bro no aet AT, bro. Right. So, so were you, um, out of high school, bro, I actually got like a, eh? Were you in the, um, were you in the halls there or did you, were you just bus gang? Yeah, bus, oh, fuck, train gang, bro, yo. And that was another part of it, bro. Like, I used to have to get up, like, fucking, bro, horrendous hours to catch the train to town and walk all the way up. Yeah, like, back in Queen Street to it's the, the AET campus, bro. It's not worth the effort, AJ. That degree's not worth the effort. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, bro. Nah. So I used to, there used to be days, bro, where I'd fucking straight up, bro. On oh, God, I'd train there, and I'd get to like Britomart, bro, and I'd be like, "Fuck this," and get on the train and go home, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad, bro. So, but yeah, bro. Like, so I jumped around. I did graphics, bro. I fucking hated that. For some reason, I thought I'd like civil engineering, bro. So I jumped into that. Fucking mass was way over my head, bro. I fucking didn't know what. I didn't have a clue what they're talking about. So yeah. flunked out of that. Yeah. And then I thought, like, bro, I may as well just, like, jump into business because I know this much. Like, I know I want to start my own business one day, so this will be useful. So I jumped in, bro. I can absolutely loved it, bro. Loved oh, it. Yeah? I loved, yeah. like, the content. I love the content, bro. I love the content of what we were learning, but I hated, still hated that experience of, like, going to, going to uni. Yeah. And I feel like, um, bro, I'll tell you this much, bro, like, so I did. Um, two years out there, bro, out in out in the city, and or you know half out in the city because half the time I didn't go. But um, <laughs> I, I did that, bro. And then in, in my last year, bro, I got a transfer out to to finish my degree, like do the same papers out at MIT. Yeah, yeah. Out in um out in Manukau here, which was yeah. bro way closer to home. Like I could just drive there. Yeah. And um, bro, to be honest, bro, the the, the thing that I feel 
um, you know, made me like more eager to go to uni, bro. Um, during that year was like the fact that it was kind of in South Auckland. Like when I went to to uni, bro, when I went to my my lectures, all of these people were like me, bro. Like we joked about the same sort of things. Like they all come from kind of like poly um, or backgrounds, or if not that, they they grew up in South Auckland. Yeah. So it was, I was like real relatable. Whereas when I was in the city, bro, there were kids from bro, like everywhere, bro, like, like rich schools out in like new market out those ways and like kids from over the shore, like, and like, I felt I never really connected, bro. Like I never really connected uh. with these people. Like we didn't listen to the same music. We didn't have pretty much anything in common, bro. And, bro, I 100% and I feel like, with that. 100%. Yeah, know, you're not. I know what that not. feels like, bro, because like you, you just don't, they don't understand, you know? Yeah, you like, kind of feel like alienated. Bro, 100%. Yeah, I mean the perfect word. Yeah, hard out. So when I when I did like go finish like finish up my degree, I did the exact same papers but just out at a different campus. So I did it out in South Bro and I loved it, bro. Like like being fair, bro, I still probably didn't go to uni as much as much as I should have, bro. I still like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I was happy, bro. Like I was actually happy going to uni. So Yo, that's um yeah, bro. So that 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 was a real cool experience, bro. And like I in the end, I got there, bro. So, so yeah, get the grades, bro. My bro. That's it, bro. So, but, um, bro, um, spin us this Eddie yarn, bro. So, um, oh, yo, yo. So, yeah, bro, like back in, went the long way around with this yarn, bro, but started off in retail and then, um, like did my, did my degree and all that kind of stuff. And then, um, an opportunity came up when I was coming out of uni, um, which was kind of in, in sales and marketing, but it was pitched for um, the South Island, bro. So it was, you know, sort of managing all, you know, everything that's going on down there. Yeah. Um, so I thought, bro, like, I was pretty young, bro, but I was like, yeah, you know what, like, let's do it, man. Let's give it a crack. Let's, let's go down and, you know, start start our lives down there or, or whatnot. So I put my hand up, bro, and, and applied and, and went through that Um went through that kind of um, process, bro, and, and got the gig. So, um, like me and wifey, we made the move down south. This was before we had kids, bro, and um, we went down there. And basically, what I went down there for originally, bro, or what was going to be, like, my main kind of focus was um, in sales, bro. So it was kind of like, um, you know, supplying, bro, basically every store in the South Island from top to bottom um, that sells Adidas. True. So, you know, like you're stealing sports and, and all that sort of thing. So that, that's a massive area, bro, to cover, like from fucking Kaikoura to Invercargill. Invercargill. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of, lot of traveling, bro, around the South Island. So, you, yeah, bro, I did a bit of that, um, which is cool. Like, oh, bro, it's, it's kind of like up to you. Like you can either, you have a company car and all that, so you can just zip around wherever you need to go. But most of the time I flew and just got like a rental car or whatever, like wherever yeah. I was going. Because... The drives are pretty out of bro. We're based in Christchurch, so if you're, yeah, very hard. I racked them up, bro. I racked them up, but yeah, no, it was good, bro. That was a good experience, and and while I was down there, bro, I also did a bit of like um the marketing gig as well. So you know, helping out um the marketing team with, you know, um obviously the Crusaders and Highlanders are based down there, and and yeah. um us being the main the main sort of um sponsor, one of the main sponsors down there, um we supplied all the team gears, but we also um, I mean, at a super rugby level, looked after um, all of our Adidas uh, contracted athletes sort of thing. So, 
you know, with, with boots and well, basically not even boots, bro. It's just fucking whatever they wanted, really, basically whatever they needed. Um, yeah, and especially the guys in the, in the AB setup, um, they pretty much got, bro, whatever they wanted. Eh, they really. get treated differently, eh, bro? ABs, like... Yeah, so. bro, because when you crack ABs, it's kind of, oh, bro, you'd, like, you'd know from, like, your experience with, with um, NZ schools and, and um, 21s and stuff, bro, but it's like... Um, it's basically like that, but on steroids, bro. Like it's basically whatever they want. They just bro, flick you an email, or yeah, the agent flick you an email and you suss it. That's the thing, bro. Like I remember when I um, so my first time I ever got kitted out, bro, was NZ Barbers school. Yeah, bro. That's where I first met you, bro. I think that's right. Was yeah, that no, 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 was this that is the year before that. This is the year before that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. um, the year before that, we had a we had like a New Zealand schools camp down in Palmy. Yeah, you've been to Iran, yeah. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bro, I remember, I remember seeing the truck pull up, and like, bro, that's like when you're a footy player, and you see like all this kit getting thrown out to like all the boys in black jerseys and stuff. You're like, fuck, that would be so dope. And you like see the um the YouTube videos of um all well, you know how it's they like Christmas AG, bro, one hundred percent G. Like it's cliche. Everyone says Christmas comes early, but it's so right, bro. And I remember um I remember the truck pulling up the day after we all got named. And, um, you know, in our end where you've got like that artificial um, inside turf where they do like yo-yo and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, literally like blocking the wall all the way down, bro, on the far side was just like eddy boxes stacked up, stacked up, stacked up. And in the <laughs> middle, there were like um, bags of clothes, gee, just like pretty much filling up half of the whole thing. And I was like, holy fuck, took a photo, snagged that. Um, uh, so first year got like kitted out like boots shoes socks shorts undies vegan everything um bro, hats, away, bro. Hat, bro jackets everything and like the quality of gear is just unreal and um the amount of gear that barbar's got was ridiculous i was like this is unreal bro and then so we barbar's went in first and then schools went in second and bro, yeah. they came out with like triple, and I was like, "Holy fuck, that's, that is rigged! <laughs> that is that is so rigged!" I got the shorts, short hundred, like trying to stab all these gears off. The like, fuck, you don't need that, dude. Give that here. And um, <laughs> dude, and, then my ne- and then my next year, that was the year that um we met. Remember that? Where was that? Um, what's it called? Yeah, bro. Millennium on on the shore. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rob with there, bro. Yeah. That's right, bro. That's right. Because I remember, because like the numbers on the bags, you know how like when you when you rock up to um to fittings and stuff and like yeah, the I think it's alphabetical order. Like when you go and grab your kit, so um yeah, obviously, yeah. I, so so like I used to play ten, and it just happened to be that I, it was just perfect for me, bro. Because all my kit that had been like measured up for me, like number 10 was on it like on, on all my bags so the backpack the the carry bag and like the oh yo bag. yo yo yeah gee and i was i was stoked they i was so happy and um and then obviously you get you get get kitted out for like what size boots and shit you are but i remember going in there and i remember because i remember you and rob being there oh bro and before we even start this story big shout out to the also rob aid and his gig if you haven't heard of it team yeah called- 100 it's called Ballsy, and it's just a. It's pretty much a, a break the ice kind of um, kind of mentality to to open up for men's mental health, more specifically f- for men in general, and then even more so in um, in our Polynesian and Maori brothers because um, we've been growing up in a society where it's 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 not 
right or it's not cool to speak up about how we're feeling. And then when you bottled it up, people, that's when you kind of get into um, depression and anxiety. And that's pretty big in, in, in our culture. And um, I just want to make a big shout out to him for uh, the inroads he's making in regarding um, that whole that whole co-papa. And if you haven't, so he's got merchandise and ah, stuff yeah. as well. Um, it's called Ballsy. Um, go search them up. We'll tag them on our Instagram um, and and under this um, in the bio for Spotify. But go and cop a shirt. They do socks. They do undies. They do everything, man. And um, it's a vibe too. Oh, it's the shirt that was on your um, on the post that I chucked up. Yeah, bro, that's the one. And bro, I agree, man. I shake, I shake him, I shake him that, bro. And I rate, I rate it real hard, bro. So, um, yeah, Rob, Rob's um, created that that space, bro. And and it's. Bro, it's like a safe haven, bro. Like, and it's 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 real cool what he's doing, bro. And yeah. um, just getting behind that message and, and everything that you've just spoken about, bro. Um, you know, specifically targeting um our young Polynesian males, bro, is is huge, bro. So, well, we'll talk a bit more on that a bit later on. But yeah, shout out to Rob, bro, and shout out to Paulzy. Hundred percent, bro. And um, so we'll get back to that Eddie Yarn. So you probably remember it more than I do because I was just fucking. You know, but <laughs> you're in the culture, bro. 100%, bro. I was in a whole different world. Um, trying to keep my cool, eh? like heart rate was going through the roof. G, like, I'd just been able to like, walked into all this gear hard. And like, I was thinking to sit myself in the back of my mind, I was like, I'm gonna get way more gear this year than last year. Because, <laughs> G, and Barbars, you only got one set of boots, or well, not only, but you got one set of boots. Schools, they got two. Like, like in comparison, eh? Yeah, bro. In hard. comparison, bro. And um, I was just walking in there like, yo, gonna get way more gear than last year. And I was talking about um, <laughs> if I didn't get bag number 10, I was gonna like make bets and shit with the boys to try and get number 10. And um, oh, yeah. it just happened to be that I got number 10, bro. I'll always remember that. And um, ended up grabbing my Fuck kit. Like, bro, I couldn't even carry on my shit. Like, that's how much there was. Um, yo, yo. And to put on Bro, what's this one at... Bro, was this one at Ardmore, bro? I'm just thinking back now. Was it at Millennium or was it at Ardmore, bro? Nah, out, it was at Millennium. Nah, it was at Millennium. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, um... Fuck, I must have seen your ugly mug twice, bro. Oh, sorry, bro. <laughs> sorry to put you through that. <laughs> bro, but I, I remember, like, to put it in perspective, um, like, you've got Yo. this big, big bag suitcase full of, like, clothes that are still in, like, their plastic wrapping, well, wrapping, wrapping and shit. Um... And the inside that you've got a ho- like a whole nother bag, like a medium sized bag to throw over your back. Uh, and that's full of gear as well. And then you've got a backpack um, and then you've got like a box of slides, uh, a box of runners, two pairs of boots. Um, you've got hats, socks, everything. It's, bro, it's, it's honestly ridiculous. Like I had that much kit from being at Kings and then going to schools, barbers, twenties. Like, bro, I've pretty much given all my majority of my shit away. Um, crazy eh? yeah it's crazy bro and i remember because at, at the time there were two sets of slides there eh? like they were the um oh you know what they're called the ones with the spiky <laughs> things in, in, on the bottom and then the, the oh other bro one. those are those are horrendous it's like they made they, them and like they went selling in the store so they're like oh those those boys making schools can have these fuck we'll give those to schools <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yeah, those are those um those Addy Sarge ones, bro. Those are uh Yeah, they're hideous. And all the boys and were then we had them, the G. Bro, we had the Addy Let's say where the other ones, That's the ones right. that everyone wears now, like the OG right. ones. Yeah. Yo. 
That's right. And yeah. I remember Rob, Rob, Rob gave you the yarn eh, about about the slides. Eh? He was like, bro, these aren't G, these aren't. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Because I, I remember looking. And you go to him, you're like, brothers? Yeah, I was like, brotherhood? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah honest. Because I thought it was like you pulling my leg. Because all the boys were getting the other ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, this guy, the bro reckons I'm vulnerable. Fucking trying to fucking set me up for failure. <laughs> Stitch you up, bro. And that's why I heard him up. I was like, brothers? And he goes, yeah, brother. So I, I backed them, he grabbed them. And then I'm pretty sure there's only me and um, the bro that I had on the potty yesterday, Carlos. I'm pretty sure it was him, me and him that grabbed them, G. OGs. Oh, yeah. Yo. And now, fucking look at them, bro. I know. Popping off to you, but some of those new colorways are on the piss, to be honest. <laughs> Yo. They keep those, oh, the OG fucking black and whites and navies. Yeah, the navy, bro. The navy and whites are me, not the what you know how you got like the navy bottoms, the one, the OG ones that I that I got that day. Yeah, yeah. You know the like the um, reverse colorway. I reckon those. Yeah, are hard. I know the ones, bro. Yeah, yeah, those are on. Those are on. But oh, fuck, I yeah. still wear those now, bro. Like even just walking around like the house and shit, eh? or walking yeah. around outside, bro. That's so good, hundred. And they go with like eels and shit too, bro. Like if you're just chilly vibe gang. Yeah, handy as eh? fuck yeah, those on. and one comfy. Yeah. Hunter. But I remember that. And then to put it in perspective again, like making 20s, like you, you think when you go through schools and you've got all this kit, you're like, holy fuck, this is so much shit. And then you go to 20s and then you get almost double G. Like, where does all this fucking... kit come from? And then you're, you're just saying about ABs, how it's that on steroids, bro. That's like uncomprehendable. I even heard like super, like right. super gigs, bro. It's so much shit. Yeah, well, super is like another another step up again, bro. And then fucking yeah, ABs, bro. Wow, it's just on tap, bro. It's just yeah. fucking roll in whatever you want, bro. Open shop. <laughs> so, bro, is that even like, like bro, the, the go you... with Yeezys and shit? Like, can they just flick through an email and be like, oh, yo, give me a set of Yeezys? So, bro, like from from my experiences, bro, like um, I never ever had to um, help suss them like a couple of times, bro. But it's real select. It's like um. Like, there's a real select group, bro, of, of ABs. Not just any AB can get them, or not just any, like, they've got to be, like, Adidas athletes and almost, like, Adidas global athletes, bro. Like, athletes that are signed to, like, a global contract that are recognized, yeah. like, globally. Yeah. So, this is, like, when I say, like, global contracts, bro, these are, like, fucking, like, James Harden is on the global contract. Like, oh, Leonard Messi, hell. like, so all those big, kind of guys. Big time. <laughs> yeah, bro. So, like, SB Dub would be, like, one of them, bro, like, that sort of thing. And, Basically, if those kind of guys request it, bro, there is kind of like a backdoor where, um, like, our marketing team can fucking get in touch with with the big dogs over in Germany and and suss some. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So there, there are yeah. ways, but nah, not for not not for like um like outfittings and stuff, bro. Those are kind of just I think like the best kicks you can get there, bro. Are like your um like your ultras, bro. We had ultras and stuff there um, in yeah. terms of like a performance shoe, and then <clears throat> I think. The best shoes I've seen um, from like a casual perspective um, at those outfittings might have been like the like the NMDs and stuff. Let's go back a couple of years, bro, when NMDs were popping off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bro. So, so you you can't get like the best of the best, but you can get like a lot of it, kind of yeah. thing. That's all good though. Yeah, bro. grateful, grateful. Yeah, hard. Oh, so, Hannah, grateful. Bro, tell us about how like so obviously Eddie and Nike are like the leading the leading main sports brands in the world and have been for quite a while. Um, yeah. 
Tell us about how Eddie would kind of market this stuff to try and get one up on Nike or how they'd counteract like Nike's new marketing like scheme and stuff like that to make sure that everyone's like still on the Eddie wagon and stuff like that. Cause I remember when I, um, when I first came out of school and stuff, um, I, I got kitted out with some Eddie boots and stuff leading into twenties. And then, mm. um, there was a, a certain type of boot bro that just killed my feet. And like, I remember playing 80 minutes one day and like, I couldn't even walk. It's not cause I was injured, but because my feet were that sore like, and I'd even, I'd even taken out the, um, the custom soles and put in soles that I'd used in like my, my boots for the last two years. So it's not like they were brand new yeah. and I was wearing them in like, um, yeah, hard, hard. And then, cause then I, no, I, I, know moved, what you mean, I moved to Nike, bro. Like, the um the flying that um high top ones were just fucking ridiculously comfy eh? and I'm a light. Yo, yo, but yo. T- so tell us about so, how I mean, um the marketing part of like Eddie and stuff and how you guys used to try and stay afloat. I feel like it's like the the strategies um it's different, bro. Like um you know worldwide sort of thing because obviously in New Zealand. Um, and with Eddie, bro, like Eddie's presence here in New Zealand, it's the sole focus is on rugby. Yeah. And I mean, it's what, what I mean, bro, is that Eddie's got quite a presence here because of, um, you know, their involvement with um, NZIU and, and being the main sponsor on um, the All Blacks and, and all that sort of thing. Um, but Nike don't see it or don't see rugby as like a globally recognized sport. So Nike tend to focus yeah. on, you know, like the big, the big, like, you know, football, basketball, like the big sports. Yeah. So from my experiences, bro, they never really injected much money into it um, right. here in NZ. Like, so man, with Addy, bro, basically they, they didn't have unlimited funds, but that's a way to put it. Like they basically had, Know, the capacity to do whatever they wanted whatever here in NZ because rugby yeah. was so big or is so big but it wasn't a focus for Nike bro so I feel like um, in my opinion bro and based on my experiences we always kind of led the way because Nike weren't competing like yeah, they, they weren't really interested in, yeah. in rugby yeah um, but that's not to say they didn't like you know invest in um, you know individual players I think um even like guys like Julian Savia, bro, he was wearing, um, you know, like Nike uh, for the Canes. Yeah. Um, so he was a Nike athlete. Um, and then he came over to Eddie um, when he joined the, the ABs or, you know, not long after he came onto the AB scene. Um, and it's because Eddie has more money, bro, like in that space, like here in NZ. Yeah. Um, and basically, bro, for me, um, obviously what comes with that, bro, is like a bigger budget to play around in terms of, of marketing. So, yeah, 100%. Um, but, you know, the players, yeah, bro. Yeah. So, so that, that's what it's like here in NZ, but I mean, globally, globally, bro, um, Nike is definitely number one. Um, and, you know, having, having worked for Eddie, bro, and, and, you know, given bro, a lot of my time to, to Eddie um, over the years, bro, like I've always kind of been a Nike guy, bro, like growing up, <laughs> like, I mean, being a kid, bro, like, uh, going, this is going back, bro, but, you know, he talked about, like, MJ and, and stuff like that, bro. Like, Jordan was, before he got his own brand, like, Jordan was a Nike athlete, bro. And, like, you yeah. know, everyone wants to be like Mike and, and all that kind of stuff, bro, like, growing up as a kid. And for me, Eddie never really kind of had that, bro. And, I mean, even today, like, I just feel, and this is my personal opinion, bro, that, that Nike pushes, like, their marketing is a lot stronger. 
Oh, and yeah. um, like, bro, like you look at the messages they push, like um, with the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, and like he's all about equality. They're all about like empowering women. They're all about, you know, they, yeah. they, they do, in my opinion, bro, they do a real good job of like pushing out to the public that they care about what's going on in the world. Yeah. And then to me, bro, Addy always comes second. Like I know not long after that, like might've even been like the next day, Addy put out like a commercial oh, sort of on yeah, the same yeah. thing saying like, you know, like we support Nike or like, you know, we're in this together and, and yeah. yeah. And, and when it could be like, whatever, AKA, it may be, bro, but Nike, for us. <laughs> but bro, Addy's a great company, bro. Like amazing, amazing company to work for, bro. Like so many opportunities, but I just feel like Nike has the edge in that department, bro. And yeah, it, uh, yeah and it shows. Yeah. I guess, I guess the, like their, um, their, their, their promo vids, bro, are unreal. Like they're, yeah, you know, like, and, 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 and the assets that they have as well. Like, like, don't get me wrong, bro. Eddie's got some assets as well, like Harden, Messi, all those kind of guys that I spoke about. But bro, look at Nike's athletes, bro. 100%. They got LeBron, they got KD, they got Giannis. They got like fucking Ronaldo, bro, over in soccer. Yo, they just got like strange. a OBJ. They they just got all the like not 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 necessarily like all these cats are amazing, bro, at the sport that they do, like, you know, top players in, in their top. fields. But not only that, they're like they're more than their sport. You know what I mean? Like OBJ yeah. is such a swaggy dude, bro. Like 100%. he's he's cult he's like he's he's culture as well. He's not just a football player. Yeah. And like LeBron, everything he does outside of basketball, like yeah, bro, they're just they're just bigger than the game. Than the game. Yeah, it's like they, it's like they are who they are, but then they go and play NBA or NFL and dominate for a yarn. Bro, yeah, here's a yarn, bro. Like I read this article, this going back a couple of years ago when when Bron signed with the Lakers on like how his salary with the Lakers, bro, like something like thirty mil or something, something crazy, bro, something ridiculous, thirty mil a season. And it was something like, bro, like 7% of his, his yearly earnings, bro, was from his NBA contract. 7%, bro. That wow. 30 mil was 7% of his earnings. So the bro could play for free, man. And he could just like, you know, get make money off his businesses and all his endorsement deals and stuff. Like that's where it all comes from. Oh, bro. Endorsement money would be out the gate, G. Honest. Bro, hard. And that that's like the marketing thing as well, bro. Like if you think about by Nike and stuff, bro. Kids want to wear fucking LeBron shoes because LeBron wears them. You know what I mean? By like, yeah. fucking parents will pay hand and foot to get them. So that's it. That's where the money's at, bro. Hard. Yeah. I guess one of the main questions that people are probably um, wanting to know the answer to, bro, is like, what kind of discounts would you get while you're working at Addy? Bro, when I was there, bro, we used to actually get, um, you know, a bit of stuff for free. Like you'd yeah. almost have like um like an allowance, bro, that you can just kind of spend up on. So, bro, you get you get really well looked after, bro, at Eddie. Like, True. you know, they, they really look after their stuff, bro. And um, <clears throat> basically, like if you're like for me, bro, we used to get half price on like retail. Really. So if you look at oh, bro, what's a what's a what's a fucking everyday oh, like a pair of Ultra Boosts? What are they like? Two sixty, bro. One thirty yeah, minimum. Boom. Yeah, fuck that's cheap. So that was and like, cool, would you man. get them like before they drop? Like, say, you know, you know, when like the OG um, Ultra Boosts, the the ones came yeah. out, like the purple ones, and that was yeah. just a vibe. You, like, and then they brought bro, we up, got like, those the fully blacks and the fully whites. How? And then obviously they were even a bigger vibe. Like, how early would you would you get them before they actually drop in store and stuff? So, bro, when I was working in retail, we used to get them basically same day, bro. 
as everybody else we didn't get any kind of perks like we didn't get any like i can get them early sort of thing yeah but when i was at head office bro there was like a couple it was a bit more lenient like you, you kind of got a, a bit of stuff um on the slide like you know a bit early but bro with um with those original ultras the first ones you know with the the purple backs yeah bro, we got those, those for uniform bro when i was yeah bro we everyone got like everyone at the company got a pair for uniform holy shit yeah, like freebies. Bro. So that, I was still I was still working like at the stores, bro. Like in retail when when those dropped, and I remember I remember, bro. Like I remember getting them and being like, bro, these are dope. And yeah, bro, they popped off, man. Like there were people like queuing for them. And then once word got out, you know what I mean, bro. Like how comfy they are and all that sort of thing, bro. bro everybody I was on the comment, main. Probably the comfiest, like casual. Well, not casual, but like performance shoe that i've ever worn bro yo they're, yeah they're pretty they're pretty clever bro with what they did with that eh? so yo. and that was a good like, good little uh, era for them bro yeah 100 percent. do you reckon they'll um oh i'm not a fan of like the the newer ones i bring out but the og ones are fucking unreal yeah i feel like with the the new ones bro the the, the ub20s the ultra boost 20s they're kind of they they look too much like a running shoe bro which is yeah. which is weird because that's that's their purpose but they're kind of making them look they kind of got like this new balance kind of look to them bro so you know what i mean like the the actual fucking hearty runners yeah new balance bro um and saying that all the all the kit that i that, that i got um while i was playing footy and stuff the runners were fucking hideous g <laughs> yo bro i'll get them. Bro, gonna have a word to the Pardon them off to the old man. Yeah, bro, here's some free shit. <laughs> I can never, I never wore them. I just jam my boost. All that bro's rocking around in these fucking big old things. Terrible. Bro, near the ABs are, the ABs are getting ultras, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Eh? You're like, fuck, I need to get there so I can get ultras, not these ugly things. <laughs> Yo, hard, hard. Bro, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. Um, earlier, you kind of mentioned... Um, Big into your sports and stuff like NBA, NFL. I know NFL is massive for you. You'd was it fair to say that you'd probably um, you'd watch more NFL than M- NBA if you had the choice? Obviously, that in two different seasons, but yeah, yeah, bro. To be honest, bro, probably. Hey, man, I love the NFL. Hey, my team, yeah. bro. The Colts, Indianapolis Colts. Shout out, Let's shout out, you, bro. Bro, <laughs> if you know, you know this man. You follow this man. man draft day, he knows eighth, ninth round type thing. What? Like, he knows his whole roster. Man's got an Excel spreadsheet on his roster. <laughs> You're not a GM, bro. bro you got to know your players, bro. you got to know your players, bro. You're not a GM, bro. But yeah, nah, bro. It's been, <laughs> it's been a long time, bro, between between chips, bro. I think our last one was in 07, bro. So I yeah. was still at school, man. It's a wee while, bro. So Have you always been I an feel like, fan? bro, this is the year, man. 100. 100, bro. So I remember, bro, this is how I got into it, bro. So when I was a young buck, we used to jam um like the old um Madden games, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they used to have like Madden fucking two thousand and three, bro, on PlayStation Two wow. with Marshall Falk on the cover, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but like from then, bro, bro like it's just fucking bro, straight straight up, bro. From then we used to have Peter Manning, bro, at quarterback back in the days, and bro, he was a goat, bro, when he was when he just came into the league, bro. So yeah, I kind of jumped on that when he was. Because the Colts were underperforming, bro. Like they were mad. They got the first pick, and they took Peyton Manning. He was a clear cut QB one, bro. So yeah, took him, bro. And I was like, "Yo, that's my team." And ever since then, bro, 
I've stuck with them. Maybe we've had some pretty rough years, bro. But yeah, but like the Warriors, bro. We've had some rough years, bro. But fuck, we're on the up, bro. We're on the up. Hundred percent, bro. So I'll spin you a yarn. The first time I kind of got into um, NFL and stuff was when I was down in Palmy. I was like year nine. It would have been twenty twenty twelve, bro. Like um, me and me and Tia and stuff. We used to jam um, Madden. And I think, bro. What year was yep. um, Marshall? And, oh no. What what year was um, Richard Richard Sherman on the cover? Can you remember? Like 2013 or something? Or oh, 20... bro, that was like... No, that was like 15, wasn't it? Oh, was it? That was oh, it might have been someone different. I feel like that was 15. It, it was definitely... Anyway. It may have, may have been like 20, 2012, 2013, the year that Madden was out. I don't know who's on the cover, but... Um, so me and T used to jam like cotton stuff and like, we'd get sick of cotton. He'd be like, oh, what do you want to, what do you want to chuck on? And I'd be like, oh, fuck, we'll jam a bit of Madden. Had no idea what I was doing. Like, he'd go QB, I'll go wide out. And I'd just be like, yeah, yeah, throw the ball now. Still in like, still getting pressed. <laughs> and like, he'd throw it up, he'll throw it up, G. And then um, I'd just try and like go, I'd just spam triangle, G, for like an aggressive catch, drop it. <laughs> <laughs> or like, or like, or like, it'll get to like third down, G. It'll get to third down, and then um, the last, like, first and second down, I would have dropped it, or would have been like just um, incompletion and shit. And then I'd like genuinely be open, G. I'd be like, yo, I'll throw it now. He lost all faith in me, G. He'd fucking do a play action <laughs> and just tuck run it and run, bro. Himself. Yeah, <laughs> he'd run it himself, G. And then, like, I remember um, we'd, we'd play against each other, and G. And like, he, he's all good at Madden and stuff like that. And then I remember like getting toes up every day, G. And I was like, "Why are we saying him?" <laughs> like, G, like, just you know when you're, you know when you're a kid, G, and, like your older brother or something, like someone older than you, like beats you or something, and you just fuck, you just think to yourself, "Fuck, I want to get." You take it to heart, like, eh, bro? Yeah, you take it to heart, G. I remember thinking to myself, like, "Fuck, I'm gonna get good at this. I'm gonna fuck this girl up, G. Like, just got, like, real, <laughs> like real in the feels, G. Real in the feels, and then yo, um, yo. I, I kind of started following it just a little bit then and then because like he's he's um he's Baltimore Ravens hard G like always been Ravens Ravens gang, bro. Um, if he runs play action now, they'll pop off, bro. Oh, that's it's a, like um, <laughs> and then our, our play our sorry our um our flatmate Nicholas Mackley shout out to the bro Mackley if um if you're listening brother, I, he's a big Tampa fave uh sorry Tampa Bay fan bro, and he's just always oh, been up, Tampa bruv? Bay bro and um. Bro, we always used to just give them a bit of slack air because they were horse shit, bro. Then like, like they'd always be like. Bro, I feel like they've always been horse. They've yeah. always been horse, bro. Since they, they have, came bro. into the league. And like when I and obviously like um, TB12, Brady and Gronk are, are there now, and they drafted some pretty good picks and Yo. stuff because they had like a couple of first round draft picks this year, bro. I, Yo, they took a beastie. Um, they took one of the beastie um fucking tackles, bro, to to protect Brady's blind side, bro. They got that Tristan Wirth. You know that cunt, bro. Right. He's going like all. He was on the gram, like jumping out of pools and shit. That's right. I was just at the comment. That's ridiculous <laughs> power, eh? Yo, so they're looking good, bro. Yeah, hundred percent. And they've obviously got like Mike Evans and stuff like that. So I reckon they'll be tidy, bro. Um, Godwin, yeah, bro. They're on. They're yeah, on. Godwin. Um, but yeah, bro, and then. Kind of started following it for a bit. And then I think my first year I kind of like started from the start of the season to watch it toward the end was um, the 2015 season when Super Bowl was um, Panthers and Broncos. When I think, oh, who won that one, bro? Was the Broncos won that one? I think Broncos won that one. Hey, that was like Peyton Manning's last Super Bowl. Fuck, I don't even know, bro. When, oh. What year was that? 2015. 
Yeah, twenty. Nah, because who did the Panthers play, bro? Didn't the Panthers play like the the Patriots or some shit? Was it Pats? Oh, I can't remember, bro. I'm not too sure. Um, oh, fuck, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't anyway. care about any other team, bro. If it's not Indy, don't <laughs> <laughs> didn't even watch Super Bowl. <laughs> I um, so I remember watching that with some of the boys, and that's been like Cam was like in his prime G. Like that's when he was like super he was cam, bro. Fit, like super cam and just had that breakout season and he was goat. So I was Panthers fan hard. And then Yo. didn't really follow up the year after that. And then I um and then I swapped teams, G. I swapped teams. I I can't remember who I went to after that. Oh, and then anyway, a few years later, we're going back a couple of years now, and then I started have you seen that concussion movie, G? With Will Smith in it? Yeah, bro, I've seen that. Yeah, That's bro, goat movie, yeah, yeah. So then I started like looking at rosters and stuff and like just who were the cool players and shit. And um at the time I was an A B fan, Antonio Brown. And then I said they had like TJ Watt and then I followed um Ryan Switzer, the um the other wide out who used to go to North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro, and then obviously they had Roethlisberger and stuff like that. Is he so still I'll, there, bro? Yeah, bro, he's still there. Because he got drafted to the Cowboys and okay. then Oh, that's what I went to, G. Yeah. Went to Dallas because then that, that that was the time that oh, yeah. um, it's the time that Dak and Zeke won their breakout season, and then like Dak had been like oh, yeah, yeah. and then Romo got injured. Um, so then I jumped and on their bandwagon. Yeah, hundred percent. And then um, snagged his jersey for my birthday. Renate got me um his jersey for the birthday. I haven't worn it since. G playing up. And then um and then I turned <laughs> to Pittsburgh, bro. And I'm in Pittsburgh. Shout out to Pittsburgh Steelers, brother. Um. And then, bro, just started going on this massive AB84 trend. And and then, yo, yo. That's pretty much my team now. Settled, G. I'm settled. Bro, he's, he's had a bit of a, a bit of a fall from grace, eh? Oh, bro, yes. He's been fully humble, G. Yo. <laughs> I feel like he has, he has hit, the bro's head got a bit too big, eh? <laughs> Did G. He, he thinks he's a rapper, G. Yeah. He's not a rapper. <laughs> That's probably yeah, bro. He reminds me a bit of you, to be honest, bro. Oh yeah, just just an arrogant prick, eh? <laughs> but yo, nah, fuck how the Steelers going this year, bro? How are they gonna finish up? I reckon we'll do it all right, bro. I reckon we'll make, um, we'll definitely make playoffs. Um, yo, Big Ben's back and he's fit, but bro, I think he's he's too slow, eh? Like in the pocket and stuff. I think like last year, obviously they they didn't have AB, so. If, if everything turned to shit and the pocket collapsed and stuff, bro, Ben would just fucking close his eyes, throw it at Juju's fucking, <laughs> and just hope that Juju pulls something out of his ass. And, bro, sometimes it works for them. Somewhere in that radius, eh? Yeah, that's it. But, bro, like, um, he, we've got an, a new tight end. Obviously, he came from Indy. Ebron, he's pro bowler. I know you don't rate him, but I rate him, bro. I reckon he's tidy, eh? You reckon he's a missing piece, bro? I reckon he is, bro. Like, I reckon, bro, if I was to play any position in the NFL, it would be tight end for the fact that you get to block, you get to run routes, and, like, you're just, like, real... You're just so important, bro. Like, you can do everything. You're not just throwing. You're not just running and catching. You know, like you can block. You can run. Um, bro, 100%. Can, every, yeah. every like, championship team, bro, has a has a good tight end. Or a every team that end. makes it to the Super Bowl, yeah, yeah, hard out. Like, look at last year's Super Bowl, bro. Kittle and Kelsey. Yeah, the, like the, bro, unreal. That's it, bro. Bro, my um, my favorite tight end, bro, hundred percent has to be Trav, Travis Kelsey. You reckon? Yeah, bro, hundred percent. Like bro. Zach Ertz is mean too. Kittle's mean, but bro, Kelsey's just I'm even Kittle, off eh? the field, bro. I'm Kittle, bro. Yeah, Kittle's a vibe, but I reckon Kelsey's goat, hundred percent. 
Yeah, they they got they got some mad respect there eh, between them two. Yeah, they do, bro. Yeah, bro, such a um. But yeah, nah, fuck, bro. Always been a mass fan of the NFL, bro. Hard. Yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you think you like about it so much, bro? Like, could you sit down and watch a full game, like a full game where like you watch all the timeouts, you watch all the all the breaks, you watch um, nah. you watch the same ad forty bro. times. <laughs> nah, hell no, bro. I think the only game, bro, that I I never watch like fucking to be honest, bro, like the highlights and stuff. Yeah. So if I was gonna watch like a full game, bro, it would have to be like the Colts and the Super Bowl, bro. That's it. Yeah, if it's not the Super Bowl, I probably wouldn't even watch like a divisional championship game, bro. I'd just watch the highlights. Yeah, bro, I, I, it's just a bit much, but bro, I think like what I like the most about it is, bro, it just like it's just from being a kid, bro. Like it's just those memories attached to being a kid, and and like oh, you know the happiness that you got from from jamming, like hanging out with your your cousins, bro, and playing PS2. Like I feel like it's kind of just that's where it's kind of started for me, and then just yeah, yeah bro, just evolved, eh? Yeah. So, how do you think um, Indy's going to go, bro? Give us, uh, give us your predictions and what your thoughts are on the squad and stuff. Bro, I'll give it to you straight, bro. I reckon, <laughs> I reckon we're going to finish top of our division. Yeah, but then we're going to flunk out, bro, in the in the first week of the or like the first round of the the finals. Yeah. What, what are your playoffs? On, yeah, bro. Um, how did you recover from Andrew Luck retiring? Still, bro, still recovering. <laughs> it's a process. Bro, if we had him, bro, it was one of those yarns. I sound like a fucking Warriors fan in the NRL, but if we had one of the, if we still had him, bro, we'll be in the Super Bowl. We'll be on. He's sharp, bro. So I'm not. I'm. I'm a bit. I'm a bit hesitant, bro, about um, Philip Rivers, bro, coming in. I, I don't know if he's the right guy, but you know, I'm not. I'm not the. I'm not fucking Chris Ballard, bro. I'm not the GM for the Colts. So. Yeah, bro. Here's the thing, like. The hype around the NFL and, and I guess any American sport is just so good, man. Like, um, especially like if you touch on contracts and stuff and the difference between, yep. I touched on it in one of my earlier potties, like um, the money compared to like rugby in general. But say if, oh, bro. But like, bro, like if, if they sign a contract and they get like 40 mil a year. They go back to their manager and be like, "That's horseshit money. Give me sixty mil, you know, like." And then they won't play G until yeah. they get their, until they get paid out. Like, that's a whole different mentality, and like that's like it's supported by um by the supporters and stuff, and like who watches it. What are your thoughts on that? Because I reckon that's whack. Bro, I agree. I agree, bro. I feel like it's it's whack, but but then again, bro, it's the norm. So like. <clears throat> Like I can see, I, although I don't really understand it, I can see why they think like that. Yeah. Because I mean, like, if you if you consider yourself to be like I don't know, like a top five, top ten at your position, and everybody else around you is getting paid at that level that you think you should be getting paid at, and like the team that you're playing for, whatever they may be, even the team that drafted you, bro. Like, it's kind of almost like that they don't not think I'm worth you know, like what my peers are worth and I'm playing at the same, if not better level. Yeah. Like there's, there's that aspect to it, bro. But then there's also that aspect, like I agree with you, bro. There's also that aspect to like, well, fuck, why do you need 60 mil, bro? Like, you know, like well, what's 40 <laughs> mil not going to get you, you know? Yeah, that's it. So I feel, yeah, there's, there's two sides, bro. Like, like, fuck, as there is to every story, bro, there's two sides. So there's a side of like, you know, 
got broke basically yeah am i not worth like am i not as good as my peers sort of thing like you know you might be performing as well if not better than these guys been but the organization that you play for doesn't believe that you should be paid that much yeah yeah or you know is it like an ego thing so i don't know bro i don't know maybe if i maybe if i was in that position bro where i was getting offered 40 and 60 mil I'd, I'd know a bit more, but <laughs> <laughs> bro, if you were yeah. to have, like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much, bro. I'll take the forty mil, bro. Hundred percent. I'm grateful, snag. <laughs> um, bro, if you were to have, we'll just go offensive. We won't go do- defensive. But if you were to have your um your offensive setup, what what would it be? Like your not all time, but like current players now. So like your best QB, um, your top three wideouts, two tight ends, running back, fullback. Oh we. Oh wee, oh wee. Fuck, I'd drop a fullback, bro. I wouldn't have one. Nah. I'd just have a... Um, Don't nah, rate it. I wouldn't... I know he... Uh, fuck, not really, eh? Not really. I know they have an important job, but, like, they only succeed in certain offences, bro. Yeah, bro. But, if you've got a gun RB and, like, a man O-line who can create some space, you barely need a fullback. Yeah. Bro, well, if you have a fullback, you got to drop a tight end, bro. Like, you can't have... You got to, you know, so I'd rather have two tight ends. I'd rather yeah. have like a blocker and a route runner. Yeah. So for me, bro, for me, I'd, I'd go, ah, uh, fuck. I don't know. It's because I don't want to pick any cunts that don't play for the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Colts. but bro, I'd, I'd, I'd go Mahomes, bro, over, over Lamar. I'd go um, Pat, Patrick Mahomes and I'll go. He's unreal. Um, Bro, unreal, unreal, bro. Uh, running back would have to be for me, and this is just my my personal opinion, bro. Like, <clears throat> I'd probably go with Saquon Barkley over McCaffrey. Fuck, bro. Um, I didn't even think of those two. I was like, I was literally just thinking. Remember when Kareem Hunt had that unreal season with the Chiefs? Yeah, hard out. Bro, Where's was, he at now? Is he at the Browns or some shit? Yeah, he's at the Browns, but he played last year for a bit. But I think he got injured, but. Uh, he played better at the Chiefs than he did with the Browns. I think the Browns were a big cop out. Eh? I thought the hype was unreal, right. but they just played horseshit. Oh, right, hundred percent, hundred percent. So you got, Pat. but I'd have, I'd have sick, sick on. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, fuck. I just reckon he's he's a game breaker, bro. But they they both are. So is McCaffrey and there's there's bro there's running backs all over the league that can break games open. Like a lot of people yeah. like Derrick Henry, but I don't. He's not mobile enough for me. Nah, like, I think I he's like too big, bro. Dudes that are mobile. Yeah, I like dudes that are mobile and that can like catch passes as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I go with I go with um Barkley Bro. Tight ends, I'd go with two, bro. I'd get Kelsey and um Kittle. Yeah, both of them. Same. Fuck imagine that, bro. That's OP, <laughs> Kelsey bro. And, Kittle. and then I'd have to have two wide outs, bro, if I've got two tight ends. So I'd go with um Fuck, this is a tough one, bro. So I'd go with Julio Jones just because he's Fucking beast. Yeah. And then the other one, the other wide out would have to be between um can't guard Mike, Mike Thomas. Oh, that's right. Or or D Hop, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Bro, bro, that bro. that's an unreal bro. squad, eh? Shit. Bro, that's unreal. And then our O line, bro, I'd have the Colts O line exactly as it is, bro. But I might drop, <laughs> you I rate them, eh? I might bro, I rate them, G. I might drop old um What's his name, bro? Um, I might drop Mark Lewinsky for fucking that Ryan Ramzik or something from the Saints. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, bro. I'll chuck him in there. Bro, fucking no one's getting through that line, G, straight up. Great right. Waller, MDG. 
，如果阿克嚟自 India 嘛，会用会用，即系我嘅。I'd agree with you with Pat Mahomes.、Um, I'd take one tight end and I'd go. Oh, okay. If I was to go two tight ends, I'd go George Kittle and I'd go、um, Travis Kelsey, which means that my two wideouts would be、um, 100% D Hop and either Can't Guard Mike, Mike Thomas or、um, Kenan Allen, bro. I reckon he's a dog, 100%. Route run. Route running is off the charts, G. Oh, Kenan Allen. Ridiculous, bro. And then,、um, if I was to have one tight end, it'd be Kelsey. So it'd be, and then three wideouts would be D Hop,、um, either Can't Guard Mike and Kenan Allen, bro. Hundred percent. And then obviously it would have been AB if he was not around anymore. Are you not a fan of、um, Julio Jones? I am, bro. But I just I remember watching the Falcons a couple couple of times last year. Like, he they just shut him down heaps, and he wasn't really a star. Yeah, he's a dog, bro. What's your um? Do you follow、can、the you, college football? Can you shut? Can you shut him down in there, O, bro? <laughs> bro, chuck him up against. You can't shut、um, him down in there, O, bro. Chuck, chuck him, chuck him in against um Pittsburgh. They will shut him down easy, mate. Oh, that's yucky, G. <laughs> <laughs> do you um? Nah, what we say, bro? So, do you play like? Do you play like? Do you do fantasy and stuff? Ah,、uh, bro, I dabble. I used to, I used to, but fuck, not, not as much as I should, bro. Like every time I get involved in any sort of fantasy league, bro, it starts off with a hiss and a roar, but then, like three, three, four weeks in, bro, I just fizzle out. Like I just lose interest and forget. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hard, bro. You forget one week, bro, and you're pretty much done for, bro. You're like dropped to the back of the pack. Bro, can you remember that time that um we had a an NBA one with some of the boys, and then. Everyone like after the third yeah, or fourth G, week, yeah, G, yeah, G, and you guys, you guys like stitch me up, eh? What the draft when I wasn't ready, G? Oh, bro, your wife, I was playing up. We couldn't even enter, bro. And then somebody like fuck, everyone was taking all the main players, bro, like fucking LeBron, Kawhi, <laughs> KD, and then it got to my turn, bro, in the draft, and I wasn't online because nobody told me, bro. And they gave me cat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got Carl Anthony Towns, bro. What a stitch up! Just fell from the start, G, and I remember like. Third or fourth weekend, everyone was like, "Nah, can't miss whatever." And then Jared G every week sussing his team, making sure he gets max points, and he fucked us up. Bro, he's the ugliest can I ever seen, Jesus. <laughs> God, to be honest, see, I remember.、Um, I forgot it was even on. Like I finished, I, I thought it had finished, and then old mate's like, "Yo, G, fuck, got the win, got the win, my fantasy team, G, fuck your team, da da da." <laughs> I was like, "Bro, I thought this, I thought this was finished like a month ago." Man's is still going hard. <laughs> Thinking, Nah, I like it, bro. I like it. I reckon it's on, eh? And I,、yep. it's just on, bro. Have you seen that EA、um, game access, bro? You pay like it's like Netflix, bro. You pay like six bucks. I think it's like six bucks a month or something, bro, on PlayStation Plus, and you get all their games, all the EA sports games. Really? Fuck that. Yeah,、unreal. bro. So you get like Madden. So it's, yeah, it's like a subscription service, bro, like Netflix, and you just get all the EA games on PS4.、So、That's dope. One hundred percent. Yeah, bro. So I just got that, bro, and I just pay six bucks a month to jam their games. Yeah. That's unreal. 
bro. You know, um, had. We'll move on because you know um, how how it goes, eh, bro? Like you know how it goes. Like you you buy Madden twenty, bro, and then you never play it when the new one comes bro. out. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, bro. Obviously, um, those of you who, who who follow you on the gram and who are about to follow you on the gram after this, um, in your bio, oh, wow. you've got um, you've got a link to uh, a kind of side hustle that you're you're keen on. Do you want to touch on that or? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Sweet. I can um, I can spin a quick yarn, bro. Um, yeah, bro. On, on, on what that is without without um giving away too much. Yeah, bro. That's but the thing um, basically, bro, you basically, bro, you know what it is. Um, <clears throat> it's basically um a business that my wife and I are working on at the moment. So Kelly came up with the idea, bro, and basically because I've got this piece of paper that I got from university, bro, that says I know a little bit about business. She reckons, she reckons I can make it all happen, bro. So I've been given that task. And um, basically what it is, bro, is it's, um, it's an app, bro, that's designed to, um, how do you say, kind of make your, your shopping experience um, a lot easier. Yeah. Um, and basically we're, what we've targeted, bro, is... Um, is department stores. So I've, I've had like early, early discussions with, um, you know, some of the big wigs at, at Kmart and it's more just of like a, you know, they've, they've kind of validated um, the gap in the market and um, which has given me, you know, kind of um, what I need to, to do my side of things. So um, we've gone through the process of, you know, a bit of R&D, um, bit of research and development. Yeah. Um, and like the business is all set up, bro. Like it's all registered, all that. And um, basically, what we're what we're working on now, bro, is um, like funding, the funding side of things. So we're looking into a few uh, kind of avenues there, bro. And <clears throat> and um, you know, some of it is like through grants and stuff, um, yeah. through like you know, through like the iwi and things like that. Um, and then there's some research and development grants as well um, that we're going for with uh, Callahan Innovation. Um, and then we're also looking at like, um, you know, like um, stakeholders, bro, like investors. Yep. Yeah. So we're going through that um, process at the moment, bro. It's, That's um, exciting, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, no, nah, it's real exciting, bro. And yep. um, it, it is like... Um, you know, it is a validated idea. So there's definitely yeah. a gap in the market. Um, and basically, like, with me, bro, and I feel like, um, like, I definitely have the knowledge, but it's just, like, um, getting the time to, to, to pull pull it all together and, and work on it outside of mahi. So, um, obviously, with COVID hitting and stuff, bro, like, recently, that we've got a bit more time to be doing that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, no, bro, like definitely exciting. Um, if you're listening, go follow us at, at um, QANZ um, or QYOUANZ um, on Insta. Um, and yeah, we'll be, we'll be aiming to be up and running um, by sort of uh, mid next year. So Man. exciting times ahead, bro. 100%, bro. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll chuck that link in our bio as well. And um, I'll, I'll chuck it on our Instagram. Yeah, shop, bro. The Spotify Spotify bio as well, bro. That's that's unreal idea. I remember you and I having a yarn about it that night um, at Sky City. Over dumplings, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sky City, yeah. Both. Bro, those dumplings are unreal. I went back <laughs> the next day, G. Bro, shout them out, bro. Hundred. What's the name of that place called? Gorilla Dumplings. G-Spot. 100% X-Marks. The spot Dominion Road. Gorilla Dumplings. Thank me later. Yeah, 100%. Um, 
Bro, I know we touched on it a little bit just before um, Rob's gig, Ballsy. Yo. Tell us tell us a little bit more about that, bro, because that's, that's a vibe, bro, 100%. Yeah, bro, 100% that's a vibe. So, <clears throat> like, um, I'll touch on, like, for me, bro, like, basically um, what, what Rob's getting at or um, as far as, as I know, um, is just kind of, you know, building that um, awareness around mental health where, like, in my opinion, bro, you can never have too much of that um yeah you can never have too much of that so um for me bro like basically you saw my post bro like i chucked up like recently um assaulted in christchurch um all that jazz bro got yeah got sassed up you want to do you want to talk about that bro um yeah bro i'm happy to i don't really mind eh? like i've kind of i'm at peace with everything that's happened bro so i'm pretty happy to to spin a yarn on it if you want to touch on it bro if Um, if you're comfortable to bro yeah, hundred, bro, hundred. So, um, for those of you that are listening, so so one of um, mine and and Ryan's good mates, um, Jared, lives down in Christchurch. So, um, we went. I went down there. I live in Auckland, but I went down uh, to Christchurch and caught up with um, one of our mates. And um, basically, we went on a night out, um, and we got assaulted by like a group of dudes. Um, basically, bro, king hit from behind. Um, fucking next thing I know, bro, I'm on the ground. Um, smash my teeth out on the concrete and then bro, I'm just surrounded getting stomped on by like this group of dudes and then Jared comes out of the club and runs over he's like oh shit like you know what's going on runs over um, and then the bro ends up on the ground next to me bro and we just got back and tozed up <coughs> but basically oh, long story geez. short like we, we we're all good bro like we, we got up and um, like unprovoked we got up bro didn't really know you know what the go was but we we're fucking high on adrenaline so Walked around, like, got a feed, mucked around in town, bro, with, like, my lip hanging off and my nose broken and my teeth missing and all that, bro. I would have been in the state. Sure, bro, some dude sold us pies, bro, at a shop. What Yo, some dude sold us pies, bro, at a shop. So, fuck, he must have been, like, holy heck. <laughs> but um, anyway, bro, we, we we got through that, jumped in a um, Uber. Even too. the Uber driver, bro. Yeah, hard. It's a bit, it's a bit mm-hmm. ugly, yeah. It's a bit cowardly, but... um. Bro, it is what it is. Anyway, bro, we we, we went home and um, his, his wife took us to the hospital. And then, bro, like, fuck. when we got to the hospital, like, they, they shot us through and did all the, like, fucking CT scans for, like, head injuries. Because I had, like, this open wound, bro, in the back of my head that was, like, pursing with blood. Yeah. So, like, it was all a little bit... For me, bro, I was out to it. I was like, fuck, I don't even know where I was, bro. I was concussed as, didn't know what was going on. But yeah, kind of, like, when I came to, when I first sort of, like, came to... Um, I was like, when I, and like, you know, had been told what had happened and like started to piece things together, I was real, like, like real angry, bro. Like, and I don't really get angry, bro. I was just like real angry. Like, fuck, like, why did this happen to me sort of thing? So I remember like lying in the hospital, lying in the hospital, bro, like um, feeling all these things, like feeling angry, like feeling confused, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, fuck, like, what's this go? (laughs) And I, and bro, and I was, I didn't even know I was in Christchurch. I didn't even know I was in Christchurch, bro. Like I was calling Kelly asking her, like, when she's going to come scoop me up. I thought I was at, like, Auckland Hospital or something. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was real, like, I was real out the gate, bro. But anyway, bro, like, um, they, they looked after me real well down there, bro. Like, they fucking closed up my lip. I needed, like, 12 stitches in my lip, bro. My nose was as crooked as they come. And then, um, yeah, wifey came down, bro, <laughs> brought, me, brought me back home, bro, brought me back up to Auckland. Oh, and, um, <clears throat> ever, ever since, bro, I've been kind of um, 
at home on the men, bro. So mm. like since then, bro, I've had, had everything kind of like fixed up. So I had <clears throat> my nose broken back into place, bro. My, my, my stitches on my lip are kind of healed. I've had my teeth replaced. Like, yeah, fuck, everything's sort of come right, which is, which is good, bro. Like I'm grateful. Yeah. And then, um, but the only other side um, that I'm still working on is, is the mental side of things. So yeah, with, yeah. with like, with like head injuries, bro, and, and like getting, and like the nature of the attack, bro, like getting attacked in that way, um, kind of unprovoked and by a group and, you know, not really knowing what, you know, what, like what the cause was kind of yeah. thing is like, you kind of have to go through this process of, of, you know, seeing a counselor, um, cause I'm on ACC. So it's kind of like you go through this process of, you know, seeing a counsellor and, and having trauma counselling and talking through what it is that you've been through and what you're feeling and all that kind of thing. So, like, having these this couple of weeks, bro, since the attack, um, you know, having this couple of weeks at home, like, with the family and kind of, like, you know, healing up and, and working on getting better and that sort of thing, I've yeah. had a lot of time to, like, like, a lot of time in my thoughts, bro, to, like, think about, you know, what's happened, you know, and like how am I feeling like how do I feel now compared to you know how I was feeling when it happened and and all that sort of thing so <clears throat> basically in my post bro I, I I kind of addressed that and it was kind of like you know I just wanted to to get down almost like a journal bro I just wanted to write down what had happened and exactly what I'm feeling like in my head yeah so so that's what I did bro like I wrote it down and I wasn't going to share it bro like I wasn't going to put it like up on on my socials or whatever but i thought you know like and this comes back to rob's to ballsy bro like <clears throat> share your story bro because it can save others sort of thing and, and i said like I, I just kind of put myself on on the other end bro and i was like you know what if this happened to my kids like to my sons or or you know to one of my homies like bro to someone like to you bro or to yeah any of my other mates really bro like how would i feel yeah. sort of thing so it's more like me trying to like share my story or what happened to me and like share what's going on in my head so people hopefully people kind of feel encouraged to share how they're feeling if there's anything that they're going through because bro everyone's battling something bro straight up that's it bro 100%. and um, um i just want to commend you for chucking that out there bro because i know that that's a pretty vulnerable space sure, in general brother but obviously for for that type of nature like you said that nature of the attack it's um it's just whack, bro, and I don't stand for any of that shit, and I guess that kind of hits home close to me because obviously you're one of my best mates and obviously just listen to that story. I've, I've brought up my phone as well, bro, but and just kind of reading a few keywords and it just fucking makes my blood boil. Um, and Yeah, hard. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me, bro, and I guess for you to kind of reflect on it in that, in that way with that kind of mindset is... Um, is, is, is unreal bro and I guess that's kind of the space that Rob's kind of providing for people to do that you know what I mean 100%. Um, but in saying <laughs> that bro like that is that's traumatic bro and um, I've had obviously nowhere near as like I've had a different experience not being junk but like things that I've experienced during work that once I encounter them again, I'm a lot more aware of them. Um, they shake me a lot more yeah, than, yeah. than what it first did before anything happened. And um, yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised if you, you're a lot more aware when a, gr- a big group of people kind of approach you or anything like that. And that's kind of like what psychologists talk about as well. Have you had like, so you've been meeting with psychologists and stuff like that? 
Bro, so I've actually got my first um, like session tomorrow um, as part of like the, the healing process. So, um, and a lot of it, like they've sent me some paperwork and stuff and a lot of it is around that sort of thing. Like I think um, <clears throat> they've got like a framework that they must work off, but like people that kind of go through similar um, sort of situations as to what I went through, yeah. they kind of um, exhibit like those sorts of um, behaviors, bro. So like, you know, they, they feel anxious when, you know, they're, there's like a group around them or if they're walking down an alleyway or something by themselves, like they get all these, you know, these feelings start to resurface and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think for me, bro, like that'll be the first part of it. Um, the discussions when I catch up with them tomorrow. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, but, but like in hindsight, bro, I don't really feel like that. Like for me, I feel like obviously everybody is affected in different ways. So I think for me, I, I probably, I don't think I'd have that. Like, I don't feel like I'd be worried about walking past a group of people or anything like that. I just feel normal. Yeah. But like, that's okay as well. Like that's a different way of you know looking at it. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty keen bro, to, to jump on like with a professional, somebody who's trained to talk you through, like, you know, how, how you know, make, help you make sense of these things that you're feeling. Yeah. Um, but bro, I'm more than like, bro, we should do another potty a bit, a bit further down the track once I get through that counseling process and, like we can touch more on mental health and I can talk about like that process and stuff and, you know, yeah, like bro. going into it now and maybe, you know, sort of what I got from it at the end. Yeah. 100%. Um, because by this, you know, if anybody hears this, it's like, you know, they might be thinking like their counseling can't help them sort of thing. So maybe I might be able to help there. So real keen bro to jump on, on a later potty and, and do another, you know, revisit it sort of thing. Yeah, bro, But yeah, basically bro, like, that, that's that's what's <clears throat> that's what I've sort of gone through um, in the last sort of couple of weeks. But bro, I'm just real grateful, eh, bro. Like grateful to to one still be here, and mm. and you know grateful to 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 be able to you know take the lesson from it, sort of thing. Because yeah. bro, there's silver line, silver linings and everything, bro. Like there's always, and I think um your bro touched on it yesterday, bro, and and if before. Um, shout out to Carlos Price, but I think he, he he mentioned something there where like everything happens for a reason, and I agree, bro. Like I'm I'm of yeah. that same mindset. There's always you know nothing happens for no reason, or well, that's my belief anyway. Yeah, bro. So it's about like just yeah taking what you can from it, bro, and and just you know being you know having that humility about about um how you, how you carry yourself. So, yeah, hundred percent. I, I guess a few. <laughs> If, if you look, if you flip it on the head and, um, and you think about it as if you kind of, if you'd walked away with a hate from it, um, that that's kind of up to you in, in the end, you know, like obviously you go through an anger stage where you're pissed off that happens to you. But if you kind of hold on to that anger, you can control that, that part of it. Um, bro, would you say that, would you say that you forgive those boys for doing what they did to you? Obviously you don't know who did it, how many they were, but would you say that you forgive them or? Oh, hundred percent, bro. Like, I, I, I definitely forgive them, but I just, you know, I'd, I'd like to try and understand why they did what yeah. they did, sort of thing. Yeah. But nah, wholeheartedly, bro. I don't hold any grudges, man. It, it is what it is, like. And I mean, I, I remember reading something, bro, like ages ago about like holding grudges is like letting somebody live rent free in your head, sort of thing. Fuck, that's so. True. And I just, bro, I just don't really have like me. Personally, I don't really have the time for that, bro. Like, I've, I've got so much, bro, and I and I dap this out in the in the post as well. I've just got so much to be to be grateful for, bro. Like, I'm actually so blessed, man. Like, I've got you know two perfect boys. You know, I've got uh, like an amazing wife. I've got amazing family. I've got amazing like friends, bro. Like yourself, and yeah, man, I'm just real blessed, though. Like, real lucky. So, 
that that's more than enough for me, bro. Like I don't need to be going around carrying grudges, bro. Like I haven't yeah. got time for that, eh? Yeah, bro. Love your work. I mean, uh, I guess historically, bro, I I used to be one to hold grudges, but and here's some feedback bro is the fact that you've put this up and obviously reflecting on it today i've definitely learned something um from that bro and i guess uh, it still hits different because you know you're one of my best mates but i don't know bro oh fuck i just always got your back bro and i don't want to see anyone anyone especially my close mates but anyone in that fact to go through something like that um but bro, I know you touched on mental health. Hundred percent, bro. Hard. A little bit like that, bro. Have you had any experiences yep. with with that, bro, or with, with mental health? Um, <clears throat> to be honest with you, bro, like not really. That's what that's like, man. To be honest, bro, hey, I'll break it down for you, bro. So, like, some of my closest homies, bro, you, you'll know what I'm talking about. Have gone through like some battles and and yep. have reached out to you know, have reached out to me, bro. And, and like, when I, like, bro, the, the things that people go through, bro, like my homies and my family and all that sort of thing, I've never, I've never really been through anything like on that level sort of thing. Yeah. So for me, bro, it's, it's like, I can't say that I relate because I, I, I've never been through it, but it's, for me, it's more about like being there, like being present and being like an ear really. Cause but it does help, man. Like even just talking, like you might not come to like a solution or anything overnight, but you know, just, just letting it out sort of thing to somebody that you trust. hundred percent. Um, as always, as always beneficial, bro. And like, nobody's ever going to judge you for, you know, what it is that you're going through or, or that, or how you're feeling. Cause bro, we're all humans, man. Like we're all made up of the same stuff. Yeah. You know, we all go through things at, at one point in our lives um, or another. So, Bro, it's it's about like um, and that's that stigma attached to it, bro. Like I know there's a like it's a there's a big um stigma attached to it for for men, but it's not just men, bro. It's 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 all like it's men and women, but you know there's there's that um kind of mas- masculine side of it as well, bro. That I feel um is always a, a bit of a barrier for for like young young males to get past. But you know it's about creating safe spaces for me, bro. And I and I think like um creating safe spaces where you know your loved ones your friends and, and your homies and all that kind of stuff they feel like they can talk to you sort of thing that's 100%. about like creating that space that's it bro yeah. and i guess that's the purpose behind rob's gig and the purpose behind yeah. your post and the person the purpose behind this podcast bro and if any of my listeners out there are going through something it doesn't matter how big how small or how how you don't want to kind of bother anyone because I know it's a big thing is that people don't talk because they don't want to bother anyone or they don't want to ask for help because they don't want to put a burden on anyone. Fuck, that's not the case at all, man. And if you ever feel like you need to talk to someone um, or if you just need someone to listen to, bro, you know my Instagram, um, you know this this Instagram here, you know you can listen to a potty to take your mind off. Shit, Waylon's going to, you know, like Waylon's always one to open ears. He's just said it. So if you ever feel like you're, you're alone or whatever bro just fucking hit us up hit us with a message man it's it's not that hard well it is hard for you but i understand that but we're always here for you bro and and, and that's the, the message that i want to portray um towards the end of this party as well to all those listeners and i know you'd support that as well brother yeah bro i'm the same bro i push that out man like even if i don't know you man i'm 
I'm all for it. Like I'm I'm happy to to listen to the boys, listen to the brothers, share my experiences, or even like, you know, help connect them to to somebody who who might be able to you know help them out a bit more, relate to their story a bit more. But man, there's no judgment, and and I've always got time, bro. Like, fuck, in Auckland we're on lockdown, so we've got all the time in the world. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, and and nah, in general, bro. In all seriousness, man, like, oh, nothing. When you think about it, bro, like it's it's a pretty simple picture, right? Like nothing is more important than like a human life bro and 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 mental health is, is a massive part of that so like with me being a father bro like the, the biggest thing for me the biggest success for me is like teaching my kids or my boys to be good humans bro that's basically it like 100%. if you can be a good human like man i've cracked it you know like i feel like i've i've succeeded bro that's if it, i can bro. crack that so i feel like i feel like your bro touched on that yesterday as well but um that's my goal bro like you know teaching my sons to be um, you know, compassionate, caring, kind, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, um, all, bro, and like, I doubt. feel like if we all, bro, and I feel like if we all do that, like the world will be in a better place, bro. So hundred percent. yeah, like, man, I've got time, bro. Nothing I'm, nothing I've got on is more important than, than helping um, my, my fellow human bro. So yeah, all for a day. hundred percent, bro. hundred percent, bro. We'll, um, we'll move on. So bro, what are your, um, what are your kind of goals and aspirations for like the next five to 10 years, bro? Five to ten years, bro. Sweet. So, uh, number one, bro, would actually be um, having our own place. I mentioned that we're kind of like looking around and and you know sizing that up. So, so yeah. to have that all wrapped up um, would be ideal, bro. Um, in the next sort of, well, I'd say five years. Um, and then another aspiration of mine is to have Q uh, up and running, bro. So have the business uh, up and running. Um, given that a solid crack over the next sort of 12 months, bro, and just, you know, putting putting my time and effort into it, bro, yeah. um, and all that sort of thing. Um, another thing would be to probably have a couple more kids, bro, round off the tribe. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd that, like to... Put that high I'd like to have work, a, hey, my G. <laughs> yo, yo. Yo, bro. So, I'll fucking... I'd like to have probably, like, another two more, bro. So, four yeah. all up, so... Um, I'm just picturing like like a long term bro being a being a cuddle and having all these grandkids bro. So uh, that'll be I like I grew up in a big family bro. Like I mean extended family. So it'll be cool. I know how cool it is to be raised like with all your cousins and you know all that kind of stuff. So that that's yeah. my goal bro for 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 me and mine and my little family. Yeah. Um, and then probably lastly bro is just to to be happy bro. Basically to be happy 100%. with um you know what it is. Yeah, whatever it is that I'm doing, bro, is yeah, just to be happy and for my like loved ones and stuff, bro, like my family, my homies, everybody, just to be happy, bro. And if I can, yeah, bro, just controlling the controllables, eh, bro. If I can be a part of, you know, helping make somebody else's happiness, fuck, I'm all for it. But, but yeah, bro, for me, um, for the foreseeable future, anyway, bro, for the next sort of five years, that's the goal. Hundred percent, bro. Unreal. Um. Obviously, when I move up the line, bro, we need to get around each other. Hard. Surely, you guys don't move from the 09. You guys, bro, you guys need to stick around. Yeah, I'm, bro. I'm honestly looking. Bro, I'm, I can't wait to move up, eh? And just, fucking... I'm waiting for a date, bro. I'll be, I'll be counting down the days. Hundred <laughs> percent, bro. But you know what's, you know what's, you know what's real buzzy, bro. On that, on that topic, bro, is like, you know how this comes back to that. Everything happens for a reason, yeah. But you know how, like, I moved down to. I was humming and hiring and decided to go for that role down in Christchurch and, and yeah. got it. And I moved down there. 
they're telling me Jared, bro. And like, if I hadn't met Jared, I wouldn't have met like Tia and, and you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what like buzzes me out, bro. Like that's that's what buzzes me right out, bro. Is that like I wouldn't have met like heaps of my closest homies. Yeah, it's a small world, bro. Like it's it it's is honestly a, it a is, small bro. World, bro. It's the smallest world ever, honestly. Um, but yeah, bro. We have to link um, sometime soon, and then on the rig, bro, because bro, I love this it'll shit, be bro. it'll be weekly, bro. It'll be weekly, bro. Oh, 100 percent, bro. And I was talking to um Carlos yesterday. We should start like a segment, yep. like a potty segment, and just chew the fat 100. every week, G. I reckon that'd be good. Bro, 100. 100. Yeah. Even if it's just like a, like a sort of like a round table, bro, and all the boys just jump on and, and have a yarn, eh? Like yarn, just spin yarn. Bears, 100%. Hard. Hard out. Fuck them all for it, bro. I'm on. Is there, um, bro, is there anything else you want to touch on before we um, start to wrap it up? Uh. What are we on, bro? We've yarned a we've yarned a fair while, bro. I was just looking at <laughs> I was just looking at the time, bro. Easy couple of hours. Um bro, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this, G? So like, you know, like what 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 is your what is your what do you reckon is your obligation, bro? Like what do you reckon is your purpose? Why do you reckon you're here, bro? Oh bro, that's such a good question. Do you have thoughts on um, that? Bro, big ones. And um I guess what's kind of led me to have this opinion is my experiences growing up. Um, my journey, the people I've met, um, and I guess what I, what I've learned. But I'll touch on the first point, bro, is the fact that, and you kind of you kind of touched on it just before. But one, bro, being alive, like the, the mathematical, um, I guess, oh, uh, like the oh fuck, what am I trying to say? The, um. The reason you're alive, well, not like the, the reason, chances? but yeah, sorry, the chances, bro, mind blank. The chances of us being alive, I, I Googled it like maybe a month ago. It was like one in 100 billion, like, you know, like you're, you're, the chance of you being alive is so, so, so small that it's actually stupid. Bro, that it's actually and at this, stupid, And at bro. this time as well, bro. Like, and at this time too, like, if you think about all of history, bro, like, how buzzy is it that we're both here on this earth at the same time? Every, <laughs> I know, G. Like, and like, like in all the years, a part of that, um, a part of that equation is like how your grandparents met to make your parents, to how your parents met, certain, like to how they made Yo. you. You know what I mean? Like the fact that we are. Like, Gee, that's this. Bro, so hey, that's like, a rabbit hole, bro. I feel like <laughs> I feel like this is a topic for a potty, bro. Hundred percent, G. But like. The fact that we're alive and like we have so many choices to make to make sure that we live our life to the fullest because you only have one life, bro. You only have one life, and and to live in hate and negativity and have all of this dark baggage, like it, bro. Just like I understand people go through that, but and that's a sad thing. But we have one life, bro, and our purpose is to add value to life bro is to understand why we're here um and obligation bro like you like you touched on it i'll touch on it obligation in my opinion bro is to is to lead and um is to learn and and to be grateful for everything bro because um i guess one word that would link all of those words into one is truth bro to me and like truthfulness 
is kind of the be all and end all because there's only one truth, bro. And you can live your life as a lie. You can tell lies. You can do all of this stuff. But if you're not truthful and you're not truthful to yourself, you're going to like, you're going to have baggage in your life, bro. And I guess when you talk about obligation yep. and purpose, the, the word truth is the main word for me, bro. And it's to be happy, bro. It's to make the most out of yeah. everything. It's to do things that make you happy. It's to, I guess, stand up for what's right, bro. And that's kind of what led me to, um, to, to be okay with not playing footy anymore and going into police. Like who's to say, I'm not going to be a cop for two years give it all away and then go make a business and then fuck that business up and then go be a doctor. Like, what, why can't you, bro? Like, why do you only have to do exactly, one thing for, the, for your whole life, bro? Like, you know what I mean? Hard out. I'm all about that, bro. That's that's on. So, so obviously, um, right you've had, you've had a little bit of a, a thing about it, bro. Tell us, tell us your kind of version of, um, of that topic. Bro, so that's, that's always a good yarn, eh? Like, it's always a good yarn, bro. Because you, I feel like you, you understand people a lot more, bro, when you, when you know what it is that they think, you know, that they're here for, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, for me, bro, like, obviously, my obligation is, um, my family. So, like, 100%. that's basically, I feel like I've got, yeah, I've got my wife and my two kids. Like, they're my obligation. They're why I'm, like, bro, why I get out of bed, basically. But. <clears throat> Like when I think about what is my purpose, bro, like I think in my opinion, and I've known this or like I've made my mind up in my own head about this for bro, many years, like since I was at school, I knew this. Like, bro, I feel that my purpose is just to be a good human, bro, basically. Mm. Like, it's so simple, bro. It's, it's, it's like a couple of words, be a good human. But, you know, if everybody was a good human, well, what kind of place would the world be, you know? 100%. And it's it comes back to that same I always spin this yarn, bro, but it comes back to that same mantra of like leaving the world in a better place. Yeah. And I just feel like um a lot of people like I'm not saying I have all the answers, but a lot of people just like get real clouded around, you know, what what's really important. You know, like they like like you might some might argue like money and and all that kind of stuff. But money is not actually important, bro. What's important, and this is all like my opinion, what's important is that you know, money gives you freedom, right? Yeah. Freedom to do with your time as you please. So yeah. let's just imagine, bro, like everything in the world, everything in the world was like free or like, you know, money wasn't a, an object, right? And you could live, you could live, you could like, um, you know, everybody had a roof over their head. Everybody was warm. Everybody had food. Like materialistic things were not a thing. Everybody had the same clothes. Would we be happy? That's the question, bro, you know? Yeah, so like, so, so there's, there's kind of two ways to look at it, bro. It's like if everybody had the exact same life, everybody had the exact same, well, not the exact same house, but you know what I mean? Like everybody just had the same opportunities. Everybody was, you know, there was equality, there was peace in the world yeah. and everybody was good humans and money wasn't an object and we could do, we didn't have to go to work. We could just do with our time, whatever we pleased. I feel like we would be happy. Jeez, 100%. You know? So... Bro, it's it's quite a simple picture. Like if you think about it that way, I know obviously that's just painting a perfect world in your head, and there's a lot more involved with that. But like, why does it have to be more complicated? If you just think about it in that way, does that not, you know, like does that not change your mind about certain things? Like money is not yeah, important. Bro, right? like, and that's I like how you touched on that, bro. Because when you think about it, life or like, it's 
everything's just so simple, bro. And I feel like so many people complicate the fuck out of everything. Um, and, and it makes, it makes everyone believe that you have to be someone to be something, you know, like if you simplify everything yeah, down yeah. to its purest form, bro, like everything's been that complicated in life. I can't even make an example, but everything's been so complicated in life that people struggle to comprehend the simple, the simplified version of it and it's so easy like you know like people are like what's your purpose they'll go on this massive tangent spend millions of dollars on how to fucking save the world when like like you said the genuine answer is be a good human you know like how easy is it you know what i mean hard out hard out man and i feel like um you know like if that's not a perfect world bro but if everybody did do that and every like body put you know, nurtured their children, gave all their, like, not, I'm not saying people don't do this, but, like, you know, gave their children all the love, care, attention, everything that they need. Yeah. And, like, guided them, you know, to be, to be, you know, stand-up citizens or good humans or whatever. Then that's, that's, that's all the work done, bro. Like, you know what I mean? 100%. That's like, yeah, like you say. But, like, bro, I, I say this because I've had this yarn to, like, many people, bro. Like, what is your obligation? What do you reckon is your purpose? And, like, a lot of it always comes back to money like oh, i need to make money or i need to have money or you know if i don't have money i'm not succeeding yeah but to me like that's ugly as bro like god you know like like uh, for me bro like a uh, like i'm humble as but like i like i earn a decent living yeah but to me bro like that's not where i'm like like yeah you can buy your family things or you can buy like nice clothes or whatever but bro like i'm still the same person wearing Close from like the warehouse or something not That's that close from the warehouse or bed but you know what i mean like just yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really change who i am yeah but um but i still do it bro like i still buy clothes that i like because i like to bro like deon sanders bro look good feel good kind of thing you know 100 percent. but but when you strip it down bro like going back to the purest form sort of thing like it's pretty simple equation and like i want my kids to to know that as well bro that it's that like one it's it's simple and two, like whatever you feel like in your heart is right, is yeah. usually the way to go. And but basically, um, fuck, it's just going to sound like I'm just going off the bros potty last night. But like, like I mentioned to you earlier, bro, we spoke about this before. Like a lot of the things you guys spoke about last night, I agree with and like yeah. resonate with me. And like, I agree, man. Like with with my boys, like yeah, I want to be like their best mates, bro. Like growing up, like you know, obviously you're a parent first and you're a mate second, but not like I want that kind of relationship with my boys eh? and not 100%, to be able bro. To, to know that they can speak to their dad like openly about anything, bro, basically. And I'm never, ever going to judge them. Like basically whatever makes them happy, bro. Who am I to say that that's not the right way to go? Do you that's know what it, I mean? bro. hundred percent. And that'll go with all their uncles, bro. Their uncles will play that part in their life as well. hundred percent. Especially me, not Jared. Yeah, hard. Not Jared. <laughs> nah, he's terrible, bro. He's terrible. He is. He but, can't bro, even look after himself, bro. Like, Man's still wearing a bib. Bro, 100%. I'm excited for his, his, his jam on the potty, bro. It'll be pretty uh, pretty interesting, yeah. Yeah, same, bro. He's had a, he's um, like anyone, bro, but especially him, bro. He's had a unique journey and um, yeah, I don't know. He's my guy, 100%. He's your guy as well, but I'm looking forward to getting him on, bro, and I'm looking forward to getting a lot of people on, bro. Like, I've got, I've got some pretty cool people lined up, um, but Bro, I appreciate you coming on, brother. And I know you're a busy man, um, but all blessings to you, my man, and your beautiful family. But um, 
so anyone who's listening to this where, where can they find you bro when where, where can they uh, flick your message um yeah bro so mainly um bro pretty much on insta mainly so you can just drop me a line at um i am Waylon at i am Waylon um or on our business page at q a and z um yep. but yeah like i said earlier on in the potty man drop me a line um more than happy to help out anyone that that um that needs it and bro just just closing off too man big shout outs to you my bro like i can love love your work bro love what you're doing love you bro um and just keep yeah bro keep staying true bro keep keep um focusing on the journey and um bro keep that keep that same um keep that company around you bro keep the right people around you and when you come 09 we on 100 percent, 100 percent. nah thank you brother i appreciate <laughs> that um but looking forward to catching up um, properly soon, bro, and obviously over a few beers and whatnot, and we'll um, chew the fat together and whatnot. 100, bro. That's us. Sweet, brother. All right, brother. Hey, appreciate your time. I'll, uh, I'll flick you a text. All good, my bro. That's us.